was like something like three months or something like that was like what it took for me to write like another uh, 100 pages so i'm like okay so if i can stay at that pace theoretically should be able to have this thing done by the end of the year i think hell yeah um oh so yeah only, that's the goal the only you'll be the first because i i have a, a another book from a classmate we had back in school elizabeth tammy i haven't read her book uh i feel like your book will be the first one i read out of the people that i went to school with because nice. there's another she 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 got another one in oh it's something about the winds of it's it's norse no it's not norse it's a uh, greek mythology her book is about yeah, yeah i nice. think josh has a book out too oh really yeah did not know that um man y'all pumping out these books okay so we're live by the way All right. um, yeah we live <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Okay. Once, once I once I move in, man, I want to get start writing again. I'm I'm aching to kind of get back to it. Yeah, man. Uh, where are your descriptions? As as ironic as it is, like for me, I don't know. Like for, I I saw as ironic how I the only moment I've enjoyed writing um was when I was making like Spanish stories. I I don't it's it was so much fun and like make it, it was a very very uh what do you call it? psychological like approach to to writing it was pretty cool nice, that's man. the only experience i've had with it um, okay i'm gonna tweet this out and then we can get started yes sir all right, I'm gonna cut down director's cut. Just put DC since I need to fit a couple more stuff in the title here. Okay, but you yeah. just leave out the DC. Just Ghost of Tsushima is fine. Alright. Or you know, even um, take out Blue Point and see if director's cut can fit on top of the things that you're adding. Or right, try it out. Yeah. It should work though. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Alright, cool. Alright. Alright, I just sent the tweet out. Alright, same. Alright, I'm I'm good. Let me just uh let me check on the audio real quick and then we can get started. Cool. Well, you gotta, you gotta say something, man. Hey, yo, how we doing? How we doing here? We doing in the in the, in the streets of Returnal? We dying a lot. How we doing? Oh man. Sorry to hear it's, that, man. It's, it's 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 a very bad combination of me going back and forth between Returnal and Demon Souls. I'm it's like I'm having fun, but it's not. I'm not relaxed. Man, you're doing, this, you're doing the same thing um, that you told me to not do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. I, I was like, Macho, don't do this because you'll, you'll get a sour experience. Because I know how you are like around like super, super tough games. In my mind, I'm like, I won't do that. 
Yeah, I'm I like my I'm one relaxing that. and then one the one you know gaming experience is gonna kick my ass. Yeah, no, I was like Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank. Now I'm like Returnal, Demon Souls, and then Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. Like it's, I need more Ratchet and Clank to relax. Oh, it's pretty intense. Alright, we're gonna have by the way. Okay. Alright, cool, sweet. Cool, cool. Um. Alright. Guys, welcome back to the 19th episode of the DualShock and Sense podcast. I am your host, Soul, the connoisseur of anime waifus. With me as always, I got Macho. How you doing, man? How's it going, everybody? It's the King of Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy fanatic here. And um, and uh, I'm scared. I'm a little scared. Oh, man. What's going yeah, on, man? I'm, I'm a little fearful. There's, there's, <laughs> there's something that, that's like... It's, I'm wondering how you guys feel about it, to be honest. Because um, the things I, I don't know if you guys have heard that the critically acclaimed MMORPG oh, Final Fantasy XIV with an expanded free trial is now available to download on PS4 or PC. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. But yeah, I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying my time, man. How's it going, everybody? Man, this, I'm, this I'm, be on the podcast. I'm just like not even gonna talk to you anymore, man. Like every time, every time <laughs> I, I I try to you know offer the the olive branch or whatever, I extend my hand out. <laughs> I, I always get returned with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's why you're the host. <laughs> oh, Walt, how you doing, man? How we doing, y'all? I'm stressed because I chose to play Demon's Souls and Returnal back and forth. It's not relaxing. I'm having fun. <laughs> but, oh, my God, it is stressful. But oh, why is it so much? It's, am I a masochist? Is this just I've been conditioned by FromSoft to just enjoy hard games? I don't know. I love yeah, man. it. But yeah, the way got... the way you've been talking about what? Lady Dimitrescu, yeah, I think you are a masochist, man. Hey, man. I mean, a little bit. You know, a little bit. It, it sometimes pain fuels the soul. You know what I mean? Uh, but hey, it's been a it's been an interesting week. You know, we started off Monday pretty vanilla, but then Tuesday was like, whoa, wait a second, give me give, give me a moment to breathe. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. This podcast, uh, a, a lot of PlayStation talk. Uh, surprisingly, it's not like we're a PlayStation podcast or anything. Yes, sir. <laughs> a lot a lot to talk about, man. Um, before we get started, man, uh, I want to remind you guys we um or or I I actually dropped um a little video on the on the channel discussing uh sort of my first reactions to. Uh, the Housemark acquisition. Uh, don't forget to check that out. Um, leave us a like and subscribe to the channel, man. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, so yeah, uh, just as always, we're gonna start off talking about the games that we've been playing this past week. And uh, I think I'm going to, because I feel like usually I kind of, I kind of leave it to you guys to kind of, you know, take the the reins and and go first. But I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop in here first, cause uh, I got a, I got a little. <laughs> I don't want to say slander, but I got I got something to say about a, about a little game, um, which which might be a hot take. I feel like, um, so I played uh, obviously uh, Chivalry too. Uh, I played more of that this weekend. You know, hopping in every once in a while to get a few matches uh, done here and there. Great time. I'm still really really just having a blast with that game. It's it's really fun. Um, Resident Evil 3. I think I told you guys last uh, podcast that um, I it, like when we were recording the podcast that it like just arrived at my door or something along those lines. Um, yep. Finished it in I think nine or ten hours. 
Um, really, really fun. I actually really liked it, man. As someone who doesn't, you know, typically, you know, like horror games, like there's obviously, um, exceptions like Last of Us, like that's like a game that I need to play. So I'll just kind of like, you know, I'll kind of suck it up and just, you know, I'll stand the horror. Uh, same thing with like Bloodborne or Demon Souls or Dark Souls, uh, even Returnal to a certain extent. Like those are just games that like, you know, I, I just kind of like I have to push through um so yeah i'm not a big fan of horror but yeah this game was like really really fun to get through um so yeah i really really enjoyed that i actually just got resident evil 2 as well so i'm gonna go through that hey um nice yeah which Eventually is we'll get to lady d <laughs> maybe um which is which is funny man because this is like for me i feel like resident evil is just one of those like the, everyone has that sort of franchise that is just like one of those things that you just need to play in your sort of like gaming history or it's like a franchise that's like a hole in your in your gaming history right like a franchise that you've never gotten to that you feel like is one of those franchises that you should absolutely play as a gamer and resident evil is that thing for me because I've only played 4 and 5, but that's like when those games came out, right? When 4 was out on the Wii and when 5 was out on the 360. Like, those were the last times I played Resident Evil. So, this was like, I don't know, it was a really good experience to like, come into these like, fairly fresh. And, um, yeah, it was it was a blast. Um, yeah. Max, real quick, are you, are you thinking about jumping into Resident Evil Remake that's actually on the psn there's like the gamecube remake um yeah maybe is it is nice. the is it yeah. the sort of like tank controls or what you can change it is it. It, it's it is it's classic like resident evil but just obviously it, it was a gamecube remake but um mm -hmm. that see i wasn't the biggest fan of like the tank controls from like the ps1 games i even i didn't even like two at first until like i replayed it i started understanding like how like the game works but then i played resident evil remake on ps4 and I was just like, this is probably one of the best Resident Evil games I've ever played. <laughs> like, it's really good. Okay. So, so I, if I, you I... like Resident Evil 2, just know that if you go play Resident Evil 1 Remake, and be like, alright, it's a little more classic, but I, I'm telling you, man, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, based, I based off of that alone, then, yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll jump in. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Resident Evil 3, I uh, had a lot of fun with it. Um, okay. Let's let's get into it. The game the game that I got a little bit of smoke for. Can you guys guess what it is? Not at all. I don't know. Honestly, no. No. It's a little game called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. So wait, that that's legit like unexpected. What is this Game of Thrones? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let me let me come out and say like, it's a it's a it's a great game. Like I had I had a lot of fun with it. Um, obviously, like visually, it's it's probably like oh, actually, really quick, back to Resident Evil. Let me just say the RE engine is fucking incredible, man. Like I think it's second to none to only like Naughty Dog in terms of just like how these games look. Like Resident Evil is absolutely incredible and same thing with with dmc i guess this is just sort of like the re engine in general but good lord these games are in terms of like visual fidelity these games are absolutely stunning 
um that's that's just like Dude, one just of... way to play Resident Evil 2 <laughs> because yeah. like I, like just walking this the, the kind of like neon lit streets of uh, Raccoon City was like it it's it's pretty incredible man um and just like the, the characters faces like yeah it's it's really really good um back to to uh to ratchet um yeah it's sort of like similarly uh the game looks incredible um you know the sort of classic ratchet gunplay is probably the best that it's ever been um i don't even know how i how i begin this i i just like i guess my biggest problem is um well okay here, here's a side thing is that like i feel like the whole uh you know alternate dimensions and and you know going to different dimensions and just that whole premise there i feel like they only really scratched the surface with it like they didn't take it all the way that they could have i guess my biggest or, or just like a little nitpick that i have with it is that like in terms of like the characters you meet like i i feel like they should be like opposites of each other and we didn't really de to like delve into that as as you know deep as we could have like meeting the alternate version of quark should have been like like okay let's actually get into that or skid mcmarks like let's actually like you know explore that a little bit and even like rivet if rivet's supposed to be the opposite version of ratchet then like it they're like both basically the same right? <laughs> like they're they're both like you know good-hearted and want to help people sort of and um like even even uh kit and clank right like obviously they're two different characters but like they still kind of felt the same right so like just the whole premise of this being like an alternate dimension i felt like it was almost like squandered potential because we we really didn't do anything too interesting with that like what if like i guess what i'm asking is like i, I guess i wanted rivet to be like a stark contrast to what ratchet was was what it felt like was just like two characters who are virtually the same um so that's kind of like uh like macho was that is is that something that you kind of felt as well or were you just were you like completely okay with with uh the characters well, what I took away from it was that Rivet was what Ratchet used to be. Because Ratchet, to me, than this one, was a lot more tamed. He was a lot more um, mature, really. And mm -hmm. I feel like Rivet was just kind of like what he... It was what Ratchet used to be, so I kind of reminded, um, that reminded him of what, of what he would, he used to be. And then Rivet's just kind of doing her own thing. So that's kind of what I took from it. I never really went too deep into it. Um, just because I was way more entranced by, like, just the fact that, like, it's story pacing, which is really fun to be engaged with. But as far as the characters, I can see what your complaint is on that. Um, and I, more or less, I agree with it. Cool. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can, I, I can definitely see that for sure. Um, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess, so there's, there's that. And like I said, that's not like, that's not my biggest issue. Like that's, that's, you know, it's fine. I guess my biggest thing is that like, after, after 14 years, I, I think it's 14 years, but roughly 14 years of Ratchet and Clank games, or actually, I guess I should say 14 games. I think it's been 14 games, not years, but yeah, after 14 Ratchet games, I guess my biggest thing is that like there comes a point where you need to like sort of put a, a series on 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 ice like you need you need to let it rest man because like I, I i wasn't expecting this to be you know the god of war 2018 version of ratchet but 
I, I guess like for me after playing so many of these games it, it just kind of feels like okay like i i i've i've been there done that or i've seen it, it just feels like what else can insomniac possibly do to to make ratchet fresh and interesting and i guess my thing is that like i i think they should have made rivet the only playable character to to like because it, in terms of like ratchet and clank themselves we've explored those two characters ex uh like extensively right and i'm not sure there's really anything else that those two can offer so i guess my biggest thing is that like if they are going to continue the series that it should just be rivet and kit exclusively so we can like actually like so it can actually offer something a little bit different so we can actually like so we could actually feel like a fresh and, and newer experience right and i feel like with rift apart we were only sort of like dipping our toes into that but you know by keeping ratchet and and clank around it really just felt like okay like we've like what else can we possibly say with these characters because like I feel like we've we've said all that we've needed to say with these characters. It's almost like Assassin's Creed, man. Like I, I feel like there's a point, like after you keep pumping these games out, it just sorts to, it, not repetitive, but it just kind of feels like we've been there, we've done that, you know. Um, no, that's my, that's exactly my feelings when it comes to the Kingdom Hearts games, where uh, we have the same cast of main characters and. The director was saying, "Yeah, Sora is always going to be the main protagonist in Kingdom Hearts." And to me, I love Sora. So I'm like, "Okay, cool." But then at the same time, when it came to Kingdom Hearts three, I'm just like, "I'm okay if like this is like the stop for these characters and their journey, and we start something completely fresh and new with four. But that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, so I, I completely understand where you're coming from with that. Even though if I like Ratchet and Clank, I think they're like timeless characters. I, I I completely see where you're you're coming from on that. Yeah, and and it's and it's like that universe allows for essentially like like endless stories to happen. I mean, you know, the the mentionator alone allows for them to continue. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I I guess that's just my my major thing is that like, yeah, like I I feel like we've after after fourteen games, like I feel like it's time to. <laughs> to to put them to rest man i guess um so yeah i mean not even like it, it's not even that i have like major smoke for like the game itself but yeah that's that's just kind of the thing that like i i kind of kept thinking to myself as as i kept going um like i i, I guess like i just wanted more like to get deeper into rivet's character because i felt like we only really got to scratch the surface with her um but yeah um i don't know that's, that's kind of my 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 thoughts on uh rift apart besides that man it's 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 a great game um and probably the de facto yeah. reason to to own a ps5 yeah it is my first ra like official ratchet and clank experience so i don't i don't feel as strongly about that like about uh ratchet and whatnot but i'm having a blast you know i'm, I'm enjoying every character because it is pretty much my first time meeting them yeah so yeah I, I love but, i love kit so much i love kit. Uh, oh i love her i love her and and yeah. and honestly if, if i wouldn't mind if this is the end of the series even though it is my first like official entry to the game uh to the franchise i'm not i don't want like a like a continuation or anything like i'm 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 good with this game i don't know it's not I don't want more, if that makes sense. Uh, 
if I get more, I'll play it, but I don't, I'm not, like, asking for it, you know? It's not like, like with Bloodborne. Like, I would like a Bloodborne too, but not a Ratchet & Clank Rift of Part 2 or whatever. Gotcha, But yeah, gotcha. I agree. They, it, it doesn't feel, it feels like they focus more on certain ideas and not others. It, it does feel like there was a preference when making this game of what to focus on in terms of its development. Um, not that I played the other Ratchet & Clanks, but it did feel like the dimension traversal and all that was just scratched on, you know, not the whole thing. I'm, I'm with I'm with Jay's uh, thought on making the next game just rivet and kit. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah. I, they they were my favorite part of the whole game. Like I love Ratchet and Clank, but there's something about Rivet and Kit that was so refreshing in terms of a protagonist and the, like synergy. Uh, I don't know. I, I love it. I love it. I, I wouldn't mind more Kit and Rivet, honestly. Yeah, that's that's my thing. That I feel like it would it would add a nice little bit of you know um, like almost like a palate cleanser for for the franchise itself. Um, Absolutely. And I mean, they've tried to do different things with Ratchet in in the past with All for One and Full Frontal Assault and even Deadlock to a certain uh, extent, but like those the those first two games that i listed those are widely considered the, the worst games in the series so like they've they've you know to their credit they've tried taking ratchet into different you know places in terms of like gameplay um mm. but yeah I, I i don't know um yeah i'm, I'm gonna yeah, be if they do con- if they do continue the franchise i'm gonna be really interested to see like what exactly they do next because if it's just if it's just like another like like look the, the next game undoubtedly will be will be good but if it's another just straight up you know classic ratchet and clank game like rift apart then like i i obviously i'll play it but you know i'm again i just have to wonder like like man like just kind of same thing again you know um but one thing is that that's it's one of the things if it ain't broke don't fix it because mm-hmm. That's it's one of the things where like I mean I'll talk about it more when I talk about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, but it's the same Assassin's Creed Syndicate where it's like, man, it's more the same thing again. It's the same thing, and then they went to open world RPG, and like that's like, that turns off so many people. Yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, then again, look at look at something like God of War, right? Like they they had True. you know True. you know entries after entries, of, I think seven games, and then they come out with 2018 and. They- to you know basically uh break everything down and build it back up into a really interesting way that you know sort of revolutionized that franchise even even the new hitman reboots right kind of managed to do the same thing so like it's it's definitely possible but then you have examples of like assassin's creed where they kind of take it into an unrecognizable direction that you know kind of pisses off the hardcore fans and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying that Ratchet needs to. Well, maybe I am saying that Ratchet needs to do something like that, but risky. I don't know, man. Like, they definitely tried. I mean, they they introduced more like open open ended areas, and the mm-hmm. the rift stuff was cool. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. I really Cause, I because I, really I feel don't like know. I feel like we're getting to the point where. Ratchet and Clank would have been considered, uh, Rift Apart would have been considered risky 10 years ago or 15 years ago because of a female protagonist. But now it's the point where that's a common occurrence, which is good. It should be a completely normal thing to do. So 
if they do something risky, it should be more about the gameplay and the narrative more than it is about like certain like criteria to meet for like modern games. Um, which I think Assassin's Creed, it, it is a, I, I do think AC is a perfect example of a game dipping its toes into completely like murky waters that they have no idea how that's going to pan out. And then you have BS like with Odyssey where they have the mentality of, you know, protagonist and trash ass uh, approaches um, <laughs> with with the whole women thing. Uh, and then they, you go to Valhalla and you see how Valhalla, I think it's like one of the best selling like Assassin's Creed ever. Uh, I don't know. It, it's And it's odd because... We feel we we see it more as like being and in, in, in more involved in the gaming like you know uh, like news cycle and 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 journalism and and just overall like the the niche part of the gaming industry quote unquote because if you go to GameStop or you go to Best Buy and you talk to just a day to day consumer and you talk to him about like oh do you like Assassin's Creed and they're gonna be like yeah. Oh, do you like prefer Valhalla or two? It's like, oh, I like both. Like they, they probably won't have strong feelings. Like it's, it's more of a like I feel like more niche thing to like hear people complain about these changes, which I don't understand why certain companies don't take more risk. Like, like I feel like yeah, now that you mentioned it, Russian Clank should have taken a bit more of a bigger risk with that, but it's still a fantastic game. It's get it's gotten praise all over. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what the next big leap of the next big game is. Like with Resident Evil and first person. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of uh, Assassin's Creed, Macho, you wanna you wanna take it away? Yeah, Macho. Yes, sir. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate is done infinito, and might I say, Woo. Jay, you gotta play this game, man. <laughs> Wait, it's 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 good. Assassin's Creed yes, Syndicate. Yes, sir. Assassin's yes, Creed sir. Syndicate. Why? What did I say? That's just something different. No, no, don't do that. Nah. Don't do that. Nah. Do not yeah, we, do that. We, we farting on that one, man. No, that is a hot take, sir. Syndicate this is fantastic, unity. bro. Oh, man. Yeah. It is a great game. It is a great Assassin's Creed game. Uh, it's So th- the whole thing with Assassin's Creed Syndicate is that it, it feels a lot like Brotherhood to me, which is really was at my top rankings for Assassin's Creed games. And it was just fantastic. It was I love the fire. Or, <laughs> I keep saying fryer in my head. It's like the fire <laughs> twins. Um, I, I love the fire twins. They are awesome, and I think they're just they're they're such a like likable like set of protagonists that I was just so I was invested in what they're doing. Uh, the entire game was fantastic. The only thing that I had really major complaints about was like the last sequence, kind of really wasn't that uh, impactful i feel like it was, it was kind of just thrown together it didn't really feel like it was like an epic set of like a, of a climax but other than that man the entire game itself is just super fun to play the um grappling hook is actually super useful and fun uh the 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 way you kill people too in the game it's it's a lot like Unity which yeah because you kind of see like the same animations and everything but I feel like the combat is just a lot better. Uh, Walt, would you actually agree with me on that? That's like the combat is just way better in Syndicate than Unity. 
Honestly, I think by design is better because you have two very different approaches at combat with Eevee and Jacob. So you not only have a better combat, because it is refined, mind you, but you also have variety in terms of how you can play with both assassins. Uh, and also, you got to be honest, for me, if... Wait, if but, you're, set, but you're, like, you're whacking people around with a stick, man. No, 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 no. It's not. No, it's there's, okay, there, no, there's, okay? there's, yeah, there's, 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 there's actually two different, <laughs> there's three different weapon types. There's the like the short dagger that you have, or the the kukri, I think it's called. Um, you have the fisticuffs, and then you have the the cane, the sword cane. Yeah, I do agree. It is, it is a much more refined combat. And granted, it does fit with the setting. You know, very bare knuckles. You know, fisticuffs. Yeah. Uh, very picky blinders kind of thing. Um. With oh Eevee, no, we're not, more... we're not, we're not comparing, we're not comparing the rooks, the goddamn rooks that you don't know anything no. about any of their members. It's only Jacob and Evie. You don't like it doesn't even. Fit. I haven't played this game, but I know a lot about it. Like you, you don't even get to like know any of the people within your gang, man. Like how, how does that why, feel why like? Did, why man. That, but why does that even matter? We didn't even get to know any of the assassins, basically, in Brotherhood or or Revelations. Yeah. No, yeah, that's Jay. not true. That's not true. You get to go on missions Jay. with those assassins. You get to take them out. Oh, bro, you don't, you don't, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Don't stop. Don't stop. You better stop, you tell you tell me a little bio on like you know where they where they ate their first peanut butter and jelly sandwich is enough character momentum no, to carry. No, no, no. We're not we're not gonna on, do this. Man. We're not gonna do this. You get to you get to take out those assassins on missions. You get to accompany them on assassination missions, specifically against um it's it it tied in with the multiplayer characters that like um they would be you would have to like hunt them out like revelation specifically i remember you would go out with like this uh this, this was just like one example like uh this one it was like one of the multiplayer uh characters did something to your master assassin and he wanted to get revenge on him so you accompany him while he goes out on like his sort of first big assassination so like all, all i'm saying is that syndicate like if we are in a gang why don't i know anyone within this gang man and why are they why are they all the same ball head NPCs just like the enemy gang that you're fighting? That's why well, because again, go ahead, again go ahead. that again yeah. that again that ties into uh, the fact that this was an annual series that they're all bald you head <laughs> brutes. <laughs> you know, yeah, the same the, the same the same caring assets and and that was, that was like my other point with Assassin's Creed Syndicate too is that while it is a lot of fun. I wish Ubisoft took more time and put more love and care into its systems because, yeah, there are little blemishes like that where, like, your gang is, your association with your gang, the Rooks, is not very deep or meaningful. Um, but the thing is, what makes up for that is the gameplay, is the fact that the game is a lot of fun and that the side characters, while the missions aren't very, like, memorable more or less but the things you do with those characters and the stories that you're following them with are and they're actually a lot of fun and that's where the redeeming quality was for me where the other end of the stick was you're you're kind of bring up this gang but you don't really feel like any sort of meaningful connection to them you know there's not like the intrinsic intrinsic connection when you're bringing up the brotherhood in assassin's creed brotherhood or in revelations or anything like that yeah yeah so while i will i will give you that but I will not take slander for Assassin's Creed Syndicate because <laughs> it is a very good game. It's very good, man. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, 
Um, for, I, it was so good that I was even, like, I was thinking about even buying it on PlayStation just to get the trophies and the platinum. But unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it's it's not upgraded to, you know, frame, nah. ba- frame rate boost. And at that point, like, you might as well not even bother because the game's meant to be played on 60. Hmm. All right, I'll, I'll, hey man. All I'm saying is that they, Ubisoft likes to they they put uh, a lot of these uh, you know they put Jacob and Evie on the front cover and then behind them was like all these interesting looking gang members that you don't even get to meet in the main game. You don't even get to know in the main game. All, all I'm saying, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was really the sense of that. To be honest, I don't even like the covers. <laughs> I, I, I I don't like a, a lot of the covers in AC, man. So. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's I know it's the same thing, but the thing is like again it makes up for it with Charles Darwin, Charles Dickinson, Carl Max, like all these other side characters and, and historical influences that you've maybe heard about in like history class or read about and you get to see them in here and they're actually really good. You know, they're actually fun to be around. So And you know yeah, what's the best part of this game? Hmm. It's it's not Unity. That's like the that best too. part of this game. That too. Damn, yeah, man, you don't, not, you're I'm not, not you're garbage i'm not accepting any slander for unity well okay i'll accept a lot of slander for unity but there's no way but come on unity unity's in comparison to syndicate man come on man dude no uh, no jay don't nah, do this man don't nah. do this bro syndicate <laughs> tell, nah. syndicate looks I just, so I just played... boring man no bro. Um, I, I just i just played both games i'm telling you right now man syndicate leaps and bounds better than unity oh man All leaps right, man. and bounds coming from characters to even the combat, the the mission structures, taking over different districts in London, like it's 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 there. It's and it makes me really, it makes me really sad that the next game that I have to play is not like us. Is not a syndicate, um, uh, like an evolution of syndicate and a more refined version of that same stealth action adventure gameplay. No, I'm going straight into open world RPG jank. And I'm, I'm sad about that. And I and liked Origins. Not even the best one. Yeah, I, and I liked I, I liked Origins. And, and I'm I'm little low key not looking forward to playing because it's not going to be a, a a ramped up version of Syndicate. All right. I'm bittersweet, man. I'm bittersweet on that. You got it. You but got yeah, it. play Syndicate. It's really good. Uh, I'm alright, man. You you heard that you heard that fart sound earlier, man. Yeah, I'm Dude, right. you're mi- you're miss you're really missing out, bro. You're really missing out. It's a good game. All right, man. If I if <laughs> if I ever see it on sale for like two dollars, then maybe. But hey, man. Well, the way- wait. Did, hold on. Did you like Did you like Unity? Oh uh, no, that was the game that made me quit the franchise. okay if you said yeah i was about to cook you bro because unity is like the old is like ultimate trash compared to syndicate yeah that's why it turned off so many people and why ubisoft was like you know what yeah let's try something different yeah i know it's sad sad. that's why that's why syndicate sales were were down um because of unity yep because of unity yeah yep um okay man uh Okay. All right. All right, man. I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Oh, oh. My little slide. My little slide. Yeah. Uh. Well, why don't you why don't you tell the people what you've been playing, man? Uh, as I mentioned, I'll go more into detail. Uh, 
I've been playing Demon Souls and Returnal. Uh, so, same feelings about Demon Souls. Gorgeous game, beautiful music. Uh, I mean, I'm going mage build, so I'm I'm always from afar. I'm not getting up and closing your face. Uh, the bosses. I don't know what the big fuss was about. This game is not nearly as hard as the other games uh, so far. I'll be right back. By um, the way, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Returnal, that's where the that's where the sweat comes in. So with Returnal, I'm I'm so far I'm in the story. I have no idea what's going on. I, I still haven't gotten deep into the weeds of it. Yeah, that's that's uh, stuff you're of, definitely gonna have to like look up and research yourself. It's one of those stories. Gotcha. I mean, I don't you know from stuff has that same reputation and and. I'm used to it. I did it with Destiny back in the day when they had the Greymore cards and you had to read it up all on your app. Um, the the game so far, man, the gameplay, it is a roguelike. But, wow, it is one of the most gorgeous roguelikes I've ever played in my life. Um, it truly feels like a like a um, like proper AAA roguelike, which I assume many could consider that, but it's not really. Uh, it Its development wasn't that big like in the skill of like a god of war or um or like a last of us um which later on you know talking about returnal we'll, we'll later get into the podcast deep deep into what happened this week with housemark um but man uh celine i can't really talk about the protect i'm always big on narrative so i and i'm sad that i can't really talk about the narrative because i don't really know celine yet don't know the world I love the environment. I love the music. It does give me that feeling of how of the the world being alive and it being a living, breathing planet, um, like the pulsing, the the the, the grass, like tentacle like when you pass through it. It's like um, like it follows your direction. Uh, it, it it's amazing. It it truly feels like I'm playing an Annihilation. Um, if you have ever seen that movie, it it really feels like. It's familiar but alien at the same time. Tell me, tell um, me about the about the the combat and and the difficulty. How are you? How are you feeling about it so far? So far, ha me being into this kind of, uh, if if a game is hard, no matter the the approach, I most likely will like it. Um, the combat feels incredible. First of all, with the dual sense. You know, it's not as as ex, uh, what's the word experiential, I guess, uh, as like a Ratchet and Clank, where it is more in tune with the dual sense. But the the adaptive triggers, the the rumbling, the 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 immersive nature of it, it really makes combat all that more exciting, um, and that much more intense. It keeps me on my toes. There is no stopping. If you want to stop, you have to pause, because there is no stopping when you're fighting a Returnal. You have to keep on going if, if you want to like actually survive and not lose all your progress, which so far it hasn't gotten to me yet because I haven't I, I've died maybe like three times, but they've been just me learning how to how to actually maneuver around the field. Um, I like the focus on uh, traversal through the battlefield and not so much, you know, take cover and shoot. You have to actually be moving constantly. It does remind me of a more of a 3D Fury, because Fury did have this kind of thing where bosses or enemies would shoot, like, this barrage of uh, orbs or spheres at you, and you had to weed your way around it. 
weave your way around it. Um, how many how many times have yeah, you died so far? Uh, so far, like three. Uh, okay. The first two were me learning. <laughs> yeah. And the third one was actually me screwing up because I got a bit uh, flustered <laughs> fighting an enemy. Did you uh, did you I didn't fall? Go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, did you fall for uh, the uh, like you saw the uh, like the health and the and the um, the oblites or whatever underwater and you tried to go in the water to get them? Have you fallen for that yet? That trick? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, <laughs> <laughs> so I assume that's a that's a thing people do then. Oh <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. Okay. I absolutely forget about that. When yeah. I play, when I... <laughs> yeah, it's it's very in, in instinct focused because you know you're you're tra you're going from door to door, you're you're exploring each section, and you see this health, and you're like, oh, I need health. You don't think about it. You're just like, yeah, I can swim. Uh, no, <laughs> it'll spit you right back. Like it won't spit you back right back, but it does feel like that. Like the water's just like, no, bleh, take damage, get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and it hurts, yeah. man, because because every every bit of damage that you take in this game, it like it hurts like doubly so, man. Like 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 every like even the smallest mistake, man, is just like it's substantial, dude. I've I've noticed <laughs> I've noticed because I have almost died many times fighting, and it's not even like the little the, the clusters of enemies because clusters of enemies I can deal with. It's I get confident when I see just one single enemy, and it's like slightly bigger, and I'm just like, oh, it's just one enemy. No, this enemy has like 14 different moves, and it moves around so much, and it it doesn't stop. You you stop because you have to take a moment because you're a human being, but the enemy does not stop. It it it's so aggro. Everything is so aggro in this game. I love it, but it's frustrating. But I love it. Um, but yeah, the the. Everything so far, it's all positive. I haven't... Once I get to, like, maybe the first boss, I assume, or, like, deeper with more complicated situations, like, maybe, like, uh, like different platforms higher up or, or lower down with enemies and where I have to actually do some platforming, maybe I'll have different feelings. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how I feel about it. Um, but so far, I'm loving the game. What, um, what uh, biome are you on right now? Um, still the first one or okay so it's not like you, different orders it's the same order for everyone right um yeah yeah so okay so it is the first one yeah yeah i'm in the okay. first one okay. um I, I assume it's like the dark very like ruins yeah kinda. yeah i think it's called overgrown ruins okay. or something um have you so. have you yeah. fought the boss yet no i've i've fought boss like creatures um not the boss. I I assume there will be like a, a health bar uh, below or above, uh, or like in Fury where there's a health bar and there's like circles on top of it, and every yeah, time you yeah. slash, like, okay, okay. So I haven't <laughs> encountered anything like that, like that. So I'm in for a treat because it's gonna be hard as hell. Uh, how many biomes are there? Uh, six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ! How hard are they? How hard? How hard are the bosses? Um. The first one isn't bad. Oh god, I have to remember this. I found the second one pretty bad, even though I didn't die to him. But that one was like really stressful. Um, 
the third one the third one isn't bad but the third one's like really really fun um the fourth one god i don't i don't even remember the fourth one to be honest oh the fourth one hyperion that one is also a really great boss fight he's pretty tough um there's not a boss in the fifth one and then the sixth one is probably one of the easiest ones so it, it kind of varies but kind of demon souls i feel like some of the area areas are tougher than the bosses themselves yeah that that's been my experience with with most like quote-unquote like hard focused games like even with with neo it was a matter of traversing and then the boss was pretty easy I, i'd say the Except only game that damn ape oh not neo <laughs> i'm sorry i'm thinking sekiro that's, like, that's no sekiro is like I agree. That was the first boss fight that actually, like, it, it broke me. That same, damn same ape. Here. Same here. It's, the the, the it's, entire game, I was like, okay, this is not bad. And I hit the ape. I'm just like, dude, what's what going is on? <laughs> is this another game? <laughs> yeah, I was it, like, what the hell? If I've noticed something that, you know, you, um, Jay, you mentioned how it's relative, uh, like, uh, difficulty. I've noticed... I had the same thing in Dark Souls or Demon Souls and Sekiro that I have a friend where he struggles more with monster, like more large creatures, and has a, an easier time with human-sized bosses. Me, I'm the other way around. I have a very, very hard time with human-sized bosses and monster creatures I can kill like pretty easily. But for some reason, the only exception to that has been the ape. Um, which you think you kill them? Psych reaches for his head. I'm alive still. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. God damn, fuck you, Macho. I, I fucking you reminded <laughs> me of that game. <laughs> now I'm double stressed. I'm remembering Sekiro and I'm playing Returnal. Come on, <laughs> golly. But yeah, that's that's been my experience, man, with Returnal. I, I can't wait to keep playing more. This will probably be my 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 drug for the week. Um. Other than classes, cause fuck, but yeah, that's been that's been my 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 last three days. Nice. I'm excited so to fun. hear uh, your updated thoughts on that game, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Macho, you you gonna ever get around to it or no? Yes, yeah, for sure. I'm looking for a nice little window to actually get started on that. It might be this sure. month. Who knows? Who knows? I'm actually dipping my toes into Final Seven Remake again, and I want to see if I can beat Mass Effect two and three this month. But we'll see nice nice um all right man let's get into the the podcast man um so i this is this is kind of like a little a little topic but i wanted to talk about it anyway because it's it's funny to me um so obviously the the um i i feel like we've known about this for a while uh kojima and xbox are clearly working together um on a on a apparently it's going to be like a cloud-based project did you guys see that some playstation fans are making a petition because they feel that kojima is betraying playstation so like they're making a petition to like i don't know what the details are exactly but it's like to, to cancel the xbox game and to to work on a on a playstation game instead have you guys seen that i can't I take saw it the petition. yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was satire i i, I thought no, no, if it's people real. are actually dude <laughs> Come, oh, no, come on, come on! <laughs> like I saw, that's who real. was it? Uh, someone shared it. Uh, I don't remember it on Twitter. And I saw it was like, 
it needed 200 signatures or there were 200 signatures um <laughs> 200 idiots man 200 idiots yeah 200 clowns like what's what, <laughs> this reminds me of what what when was it with horizon of like don't bring horizon to pc or, yeah like it's it's exclusive to, like, what, what what is this man is this is this for real is this for real <laughs> yep apparently um Hey, Macho, what, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I just, I hate it. <laughs> I, I genuinely hate this stuff, man, because it's just more, adding more fuel to the fire. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just another thing about console wars, man. This whole week has been, like, headlines and, and stupid petitions just really gearing towards console wars. I'm, I'm at that point now, I'm just like, I just don't want to be on Twitter anymore. Honestly, yeah. I keep seeing this stuff. I keep seeing this stuff. Nasty. I'm just like, all right, this is annoying. Like, it's, it's genuinely annoying. Yeah. Childish. Yeah, I, I don't, childish. I don't, I don't blame you, man, for sure. But your toddlers, um, toddlers are more are smarter than than God. Yeah, I just yeah, I I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I just want to say to those 200 people or whatever that uh, y'all 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 are sad, man. Y'all y'all are sad. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your kneecaps. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 what else? What else happens? <laughs> something about their family. I, I don't want. I just don't like saying it. But something about their mom. Oh I'm gonna, man. I don't like saying, oh uh, man, you might as well. You might as well say it, man. You might as well say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, so I heard, and I, I'm citing the the good professor J. Soul. No, it's okay. Uh, you don't. You don't have to say it, man. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Oh, oh. Madre es una ho. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's uh, it's it's just sad, man. PlayStation community, man. Y'all y'all gotta y'all gotta grow the fuck up, man. Shit's sad. Um, Seriously. Yeah, man. So yeah, just just wanted to talk about that because it's to me it's 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 hilarious, but at the same time, again, just just really really fucking sad. Like, and the funny thing is that your you guys' petition isn't going to change shit. So yeah, like it just hey Xbox and Kojima are working on a game. Just you gotta just accept that, man. Nothing wrong with that. The dude is independent. He's got every right to work with whoever the fuck he wants to so like i mean yeah. what 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 can you do your petition's not gonna do anything man yeah um, man i'm not gonna let yeah. i'm not gonna let some nose pickers tell me <laughs> what to do if if i'm gonna if i'm like one of the hottest dudes in the industry and people just want to throw money at me to make stuff hell yeah you sure. can't worry about these little these little booger snots about <laughs> about their <laughs> the little platforms and plastic boxes <laughs> i want to yeah. buy new glasses with your with your petition money yeah and it's not like it's yeah, not yeah. like it's not like uh you know playstation and kojima are like you know they're, they're not like friends or anything like that anymore because kojima still very clearly has his uh herman holst mouse pad man so obviously <laughs> obviously there's still a good relationship there man so absolutely yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like kojima's mooning the playstation offices like he's doing he's doing konami yeah yeah you know? definitely yeah. Um, so stop your petition your rat mustache looking ass booger picking <laughs> Yeah. Clown, two pack of ass, stupid. Like yes, y'all, stupid. If you do that, yes, sir. Yeah, where's where's the where's the gunshot sound bite when you need it, man? Um, oh, man. so so um, 
speaking of PlayStation, man, uh, Masha, they made they made some some additions to the PlayStation Studios family, right? They did, yeah, they did quite a number. One one will say that they're in an arms race. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we, we we might get into that. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, this this week, man, uh, PlayStation announced on Tuesday that they acquired uh, Housemark Games and that they would be joining PlayStation Studios. Then on Thursday, they announced that they had also acquired Nixus, which is a sort of. Uh, I mean, for me, this one was sort of like, uh, huh? <laughs> like I'd, I'd never heard of them before. Um, Hold up. But they are. Uh, specifically a a studio since i think 1995 or 1999 who has specialized in porting uh games over the pc uh very high quality pc ports um so that's very uh indicative of what playstation is planning to do with this studio i don't think that i don't think people should should expect any you know original ips from this studio Uh, i think they've been brought on to do a very specific thing um I guess my my one specific point about Nexus, and then I'll pass it on to you guys, is that um, I, I think I think this sort of alleviates the biggest uh, quote unquote problem with uh, PlayStation dedicating themselves to uh, PC releases, is the fact that like we just saw with with uh, Forbidden West, right? That um, the PC port they outsourced it to another studio, and the port. Are done. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, but. Uh, like this ties into Forbidden West is that um they uh the port came out janked it came out it came out broken as hell and uh that required uh Gorilla to then put people onto the PC port to straighten it out so you're taking manpower away from Forbidden West to you know kind of make sure that the zero dawn port is up to snuff right so the issue is taking people away from the main team to go and do this kind of side thing now that you have Nixus, you don't have to worry about that anymore, right? You don't have to... Because I remember uh, when the PC port for Zero Dawn was fixed, Gorilla came out and announced that, okay, now our full team is focused on the development of Forbidden West. And I was like, man, like, that kind of sucks. Like, they had to, to kind of, like, deviate a little bit from Forbidden West to work on Zero Dawn. And it's like, now that you have Nixus, you don't have to worry about that. Um, so that's, that's, a, that's a really good thing um yeah so what's what's your kind of guys's thoughts on uh not only nixus but uh housemark well when it came to nixus i was actually very worried um for the fact that uh when people were saying like what they were uh they said they worked on square enix games as like pc ports and i was like oh no because <laughs> the pc ports for final fantasy games were just not good at all um, they're actually really bad, uh, so that's what had me worried initially. But then when they said you know, they did Deus Ex, they did uh, Avengers, I believe it was, um, and then I, I was a little more well. relieved. Yeah, Tomb Raider. I was a little more relieved because uh, that meant that definitely more cleaner PC releases, which is nice. Uh, I wonder if they're kicking into gear PC ports like for the rest of the year. I'm really interested to see if like how much they ramp up. Uh, as far as like the ports, when it comes to like the Uncharted collection, or maybe Ratchet and Clank games, um, my hope is Bloodborne. So we'll, I'm interested to see how that goes for the rest of the year. But yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I'm I'm excited to actually play th- these games again, or just finally play them on PC. Uh, that'll be a nice treat. 
with uh, my fancy new OLED. Um, Housemark. Oh man, yeah, that's that's that was like that was like you're waiting to see that happen, right? Like yeah. we're all just kind of like finally, you know. Um, it's like that cheesy uh, trash TV show where you see two people hooking up, like man, they just need to get married, and they finally get married at the end. It's, it's just like that, you know. It's like it's like too hot to handle. <laughs> not, not not like too hot to handle, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, Fantastic show, great cast. Uh, besides the point, uh, yeah, this is something you're just waiting for. You're like, yes, finally, come on, you y'all did it. It's just a thing. Um, but one thing I took away from it that I didn't really think about before, because I'm not really too hot in the acquisition talk. I, I find it just like, okay, cool, and then let's move on to the next thing. This one, uh, a couple of points were made up by you, Jade, that actually made me be like, okay, this is actually, yeah, this is cool. This is like a really cool thing for PlayStation, just for any developer looking to get acquired. And it's the fact of security. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see as that before when like a developer is on their own. There's not really that sense of security that they get when, unless they're partner, partnering with like a big publisher. Yeah. Which was the take with EA and, um, and Joseph Ferris Studio. Um, it's it was the fact of uh, even Xbox and Bethesda were the developers for the Outer Worlds, um, Obsidian, were saying that we actually feel secure that now we actually have these tools we can kind of mix and match with other studios and that's the nice part about it. It's the same thing with Housemark. Now they're gonna get all the benefits from Naughty Dog to Insomniac to Studio Ben to Sucker Punch, and they're all just gonna be in like in one house, which is nice and I think that's it's exciting for them. So uh, I'm happy about this. I think it's, it's a nice thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, what about you, Walt? I mean, I share the sentiment. You know, I uh, I was talk- telling Macho uh, earlier today how also when it comes to acquisitions and whatnot, I'm, I am also like, okay, well, we'll see where this takes us. Like, I'm... I, I haven't really started giving it much thought until we started this podcast, like the the whole po- uh, uh, DualShock and Sense podcast, because I hear you talk about how these studios will benefit and how all of this will go on, uh, and and frankly, it gives me perspective. And and, and uh, when when was it that it made me think about this? When the whole San Diego thing, San Diego Studio, I think, uh, where there was this whole talk about how indies were not being treated fairly or there was this one studio that the i think it was the days gone studio or the last of us uh the last of us remake the one that was working on that that were not being like giving a a fair chance and were like just being told what to do and not given creative freedom and this makes gives me faith that a studio not as you know widely known because quite frankly we know about housemark but not it's not a widely known studio. It's getting its rep, uh, recognition now uh, more than before because of its it, the cover it's been given. Um, I'm excited to see what comes of this. Uh, I'm excited that they're part of a much bigger family because this, this week PlayStation got much bigger with these acquisitions and with uh, Nixes. And, and that's another thing. Uh, having a PC does make me excited hearing about Nixes because now I'll be able to play probably more PlayStation games on on the PC if that's the whole approach that they're going for. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's I'm always happy when 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 business is done in a way that will probably benefit 
uh, the consumer with getting probably more accessibility to certain games. I'm all about um, I'm all about exclusives, but I'm also all about you know bringing these games to other platforms. So if PC is gonna get get more love from PlayStation like it has in the couple in the last six months, then hell yes. Um, and with Housemark, I I just hope that this just means that they'll get uh, they'll keep the ball rolling, and we'll see much bigger things from them, um, and probably more feedback from a bigger company like it is uh, like PlayStation is um, when developing a game. Because with Returnal, as as fantastic as it is so far, uh, it did have its few hiccups at launch with certain decisions that people question. Um, I don't know if that'll come into play later on with how they approach another game, but yeah, um, I'm excited regardless. Uh, more for PlayStation, I guess. Um, and if you sign the petition, you're a clown. Yeah. So um, also, uh, <laughs> Macho, this is kind of something that you've been pointing out: uh, the the human errors on on um, on uh, PlayStation's part with um i mean there's there's a lot of examples but the most recent one is that they kind of i i guess leaked their own acquisition of blue point uh what what's going on there man yeah it's another one of those things like finally it happened <laughs> like we'll see how that goes i mean it's it's a leak but like i feel like it's one of the most it's one of the most believable leaks you can you can even see yeah yeah um yeah, and I, 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 from this, I kind of hope that the, the Blue Point really kind of they, they give Blue Point the leeway and the creativity to do their own project because I think they've proven themselves more than enough times already. Yeah, that's that's sort of like the 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 tough call, right? Like I'm sure Blue Point would love to uh, be able to work on you know their own. I because I, I I mean at least this is my sort of perspective is that like I would never want to be known or, or like pegged as the team that works on everybody else's stuff right um like I, I would love to be at the position that i could do something original myself uh to actually stretch those creative wings so like there's that but then I, but then at the same time it's also really cool to think about oh what what kind of ip could blue point go in there and and touch up next you know um that's also really exciting. So, like, honestly, whatever they decide to do next, I'm totally on, uh, on board for. Um, but yeah, man, th this was uh, we we do believe this is re this is real, right? Because there's no way that you actually go through the effort of making, or photoshopping, or or just creating an image, right? They actually put in the Demon Soul uh, kind of slither and added it to the roster there, you know, and then they put Blue Point's name on the picture as well. Like, there's no way you go through that effort. And that amount of effort is is a mistake, right? Like someone consciously went on their computer and step by step made and put that image together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I would be I would be baffled if if that was not true. Like, like I, I I'm just imagining someone sitting in there in their office and they they finished the image, they they put it all together and they're like, Oh, you said house mark. Oh well I mean I already put this together. I'm not I'm not gonna delete it. <laughs> this was he, a lot he of got work. lost in translation. Right? I he guess got lost in translation. I guess Blue man. Point and House Mark are the same Japanese characters. I guess so man. Um but yeah, man. Likewise with with Housemark, and I guess I guess we can kind of get into this. 
you you kind of talked about the the arm the arms race kind of thing macho um but just sort of like playstation's sort of strategy with acquisitions versus what microsoft is doing where and there's nothing wrong with this but microsoft very much feels more like scattershot in in their acquisitions as opposed to playstation this is only their second acquisition in i want to say 2011 was their last one they they acquired sucker punch in 2011 and then insomniac in 2019 and then oh there you go and then um you know now housemark so they've they, this is a this is a rarity for them they don't do this very often but the, the major difference being that like okay we are going to work with you for a number of years right like it took sucker punch all of sly cooper both infamous games before sony was like okay now we feel comfortable enough to actually bring you guys into the fold um it's similar to housemark now like we they've done so many titles with these guys same thing with blue point and after those years of getting familiar with each other now it's like okay now let's actually put a ring on it as opposed to sort of what microsoft is doing um so i just i just what like what, what's your guys' thoughts on on these sort of like uh differences in their uh sort of strategies well you go first woman honestly man it's it's business you know they have their their own philosophy and approach on how it's working so far for both of them it is working one way or another um it's not like either of them are in trouble if anything the community makes it a bunch bigger trouble than it problem than it is um when when thinking about microsoft it does rem give me like disney vibes and how they acquire so many studios uh without really not that they don't think about it but as a as a viewer as a spectator it just gives me like food for thought and think about how how do they come up to come to these conclusions uh playstation does feel a lot more specific when they do acquire a studio just like you mentioned they think about it they work with them all right let's put a ring on it just like you mentioned um i don't know uh I do see how one is more quality over quantity and then the other one's vice versa. I'm uh, not saying that Microsoft doesn't have good games or good studios under its belt, but the philosophy is very different. One focuses more on right now, and I'm talking about current Microsoft and PlayStation because they've all had like different um, goals throughout the years. PlayStation right now feels more quality like just put out the games the like best game that we can put out and my well microsoft is more bang for your buck like oh you can have a hundred plus games at for just i don't know how much was it fifteen dollars a, a, a month or twelve dollars a month or whatever um but i mean it's how they approach this it's neither here or there for me uh but it's interesting to see how they differ so much in how they handle a very uh, like the same industry but different tactics essentially but yeah what about you macho uh <laughs> this is the, the exact thing i was talking about in my hot fire tweet that people want to roast me on uh. um with the whole like organic acquisition and bringing studios and all that kind of stuff where like um, again, the, the, we, we already just made it clear that the the way they acquire studios and the way they kind of just go about establishing these relationships are completely different. 
uh, we saw Microsoft just go out and just buy a publisher yeah. and claim it as their own. But even even if they had a long like lasting relationship, um, still it's it it is what it is. You know, they, they didn't they didn't buy studios. They bought a publisher. Can, yeah, can we talk about that really quick? That people are equating an entire publisher. A publisher who has, I think, like something like eight studios underneath their umbrella, to a purchase like Housemark. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 it's. That's exactly what I was talking about, though, because it's not like PlayStation went out and just bought, um, I don't know, like like a, a Double Fine or something. You know, where like it, it didn't make sense because you don't know like we haven't seen them kind of like grow with each other throughout the years. You know, yeah. we've seen this with Housemark, we've seen it with Blue Point. So like the fact that they made out and be like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna add them to our family. Yeah, okay. That again, that that makes sense. You know, it doesn't really move the needle as much as buying a you know a, an entire publisher that owns all these different franchises. Yeah, these game these developers are already making games for PlayStation, so that's that's that, and that's what I meant when I was saying in my tweet, like when they, you know, people were roasting me for, I was saying like that's what I mean by like organic, not like they developed it, you know, they planted the seed in the ground, they they, they nurtured it. No, they they they're basically just going in and like helping them grow, and that's what I meant more or less. Um, and I mean, like, uh, and you, and you see you see that organic. Uh, growth like more recently with teams like kojima productions and deviation games and haven studios and firewalk studios mm -hmm. like these are teams that are literally like you just said planting the se the seeds i know that's like not what you meant specifically but like with these studios yeah they are quite literally like they're right there like alongside those teams at the sort of like incubation period right when these guys are are like just like kind of getting off the ground um and helping right. them with their with their you know first uh title right yeah it's not like it's it's not like they're they're getting into an established studio they're literally just laying the foreground and that's what i really meant where like playstation does it different from xbox how they've done it yeah. um and i would like to see that on both sides because then that's how you create great stuff and playstation's history is evident to that so um but yeah, that's it's it's interesting that the fact back to the arms race thing. That's I don't really see it as that. I see it just more of as just these companies are doing their completely separate things, and one's been playing catch up, and they are absolutely like in in that same line as their competition. Um, and then the other is just more or less doing their own thing, but being smart and strategic about what they do because yeah, you know they don't they can't really make the same moves as their competitors. So I think it's just more or less benefiting them, and that's that's what's on, what's on their minds. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that uh, pretty much does it for. I, I guess like uh, for those like I I wouldn't be surprised if like those those four teams that I just listed that they become acquisition targets like somewhere down the line, right? Like five or like ten years down the line. Because uh, that's definitely what, like what that feels like. Like, yeah, they're they're independent now, but we're gonna be there for the incubation period. Um, that like like I said, like these do f more feel like the potential for like an uh, an organic way to grow your your PlayStation Studios lineup. So like, yeah, those studios, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line they do become acquisition targets. But um, 
yeah it's just it's just interesting to see the sort of uh difference in in strategies man and and i guess like you can have your preference towards like one or the other but like hey they they seem to be working for for both sides so um yeah it's whatever um so yeah man uh pretty pretty cool stuff to see how smart joining the i feel like i feel like this is like because right people people complain about playstation the, the playstation template or whatever right and i feel like returnal is or, or housemark the games that housemark makes i feel like is definitely offers like a bit of a like more variety and and a fresher palette or a palette cleanser to the overall playstation studios lineup um am i right in saying that uh yeah absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what I was thinking too when they when they made the announcement of actually bring in Housemark, um, and then eventually Bluepoint Games, where now you have this potential to for them to make their own a crazy IP that they they have in the back of their minds, and then you have something like Returnal, where it's flipping genres on itself and it's creating something sim uh, something familiar but something unique at the same time. Um, I feel like we're going to see the same thing from Haven. We're going to see the same thing from uh, Firewalk Studio. You know, whatever multiplayer incentive that they're thinking of, and and if PlayStation decides to bring them in, cool. You know, that's another 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 one to to like add to your library of unique experiences to offer to people. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And with 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 Xbox, they kind of just knocked it all in one go. Right by buying the publisher, and then they have ID Software, they have Arcane, they have um, uh, Bethesda, Bethesda themselves. So you know they already have all that variety kind of in one package. You know where patients kind of a little more of like let's see what works for our family, a little mm -hmm. bit more. So yeah, that's how I see it though. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so so definitely some exciting stuff there. Um, Let's talk about Dead Space, man. Um, so, actually, I guess this kind of does relate to, to EA in, in general, but, um, man, I was bummed out, man. Bioware announced that they aren't going to be at um, the whole EA Play thing that's taking place later this month. Um, well, they, they will be there, I think, showing off, like, Star Wars stuff, but in terms of, like, Dragon Age and Mass Effect, you know, the, the two things that people actually want to see, they aren't going to be there. Um, so that, that kind of bummed me out, man. Uh, similarly to to uh, the next Elder Scrolls, man, I'm not expecting <laughs> to see Mass Effect or, or play that game for, like, years, man. Which kind of makes me sad, but it's whatever, man. Um, but specifically to Dead Space, and I'm going to let you guys kind of take this one away because I'm not really that familiar with the Dead Space franchise. Um, we have some rumors floating around that it's not necessarily a new entry in the franchise, but a remake of the first game. Are you guys down for that, or or what, what's your guys' thoughts on this? I, I don't know Macho's view on it, but it, it does. it's strange if there's a remake of a game that... Okay, so when I think remake, first of all, and I think let's the, the one of the biggest remakes that's that there's been in the last uh, couple of years, which was Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, when I think remake, I, there's a purpose behind it, right? When you hear Last of Us remake, that doesn't make sense, unless it's it it, it doesn't merit 
the 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 leap that it's gonna take. Because if you you have a Last of Us one with Last of Us two coding, you know the same kind of approach at combat and and graphics and and environment, that's cool. But do we really need to do that? I don't know. With Dead Space, I think it's the same kind of thing. Where I having played it a couple months ago for the first time, the first Dead Space, it doesn't make sense to remake it from the ground up. But if they do it. There's a lot of things that they could add to it, not so much gameplay-wise, but more story-wise, more world-building. Because there's a, one of the big things about Dead Space, I think, is that the first game does focus a lot more on environment, which is fantastic, and a lot on you surviving, and you, you don't really have a voice. It's a mute protagonist. So it's more of a you are in the, the player's cho- uh, shoes in that, in that sense. Um if if the remake is done, I don't really know what I would do, but I I do know where they could touch upon. If it's a remaster, it makes more sense because it's just it looks better, I guess. Um, but I don't know, Macho, you haven't played Dead Space in a while. Do you think it would it needs a remake, or if a remake would be beneficial right now? Um, th- to be honest, the only thing that I could think in my mind if they if they warrant it as a reboot or a remake, yeah, is to make it first person. Wow. Yeah. Really? That, that that's like then <laughs> I don't understand why would they would remake or reboot it unless it wasn't first person, because the game itself is it's it's old but it's like it's still, it still plays really it holds well. up. Yeah, yeah and it up. holds up to this day, so why not just remaster it? So if mm. if they're gonna do a reboot or a remake, then obviously then obviously they're probably gonna do like a new protagonist, um, possibly, or um, just make it first person, which is like a whole new spin on Dead Space, right? The series has never been first person. All you have to really do is worry about the environments, which the first one is like incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can yeah. really follow like the Resident Evil route, where it's like really creepy and unsettling for the entire game, and you're it's 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 true nature a survival horror. You can do that in first and third person. So that's my opinion, like where this reboot or remake can go if they decide that you know that if that is really what's being worked on. But I, I'll be more happy if it was third person. But then again, I said the same thing Resident Evil, and I love Village, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it definitely. I, I do think it's, it's, a bigger. One of the big things that made that space, uh, that space. We're talking about the first one. Two, I haven't beaten. Three, I haven't played. But I hear it's a bit controversial. But what, what makes, what made that space so, stand out a little bit in terms of its, many things, but especially its HUD, uh, is how there is none. There is no way of, of you knowing like digitally around the screen what you have it's all on the body it's all on isaac's body so your health is this little stem on on your on your back that indicates how much health you have there's a meter for the gravity of gun or whatever uh the amount of bullets you have is when you aim and you see digitally on the gun how many bullets you have which made it that much more immersive which if it's in first person I assume they could do it just with the arms, like you could tell, like by looking at your arm, how much health you have or whatever. Um, huh, interesting. I hadn't thought about that. 
if they do first person, I would prefer that they give you the option of switching between first person and third person. You know what I mean? Like playing the yeah. the campaign in first person or third person. Um, yeah, well, yeah, and that's always a tough thing because I feel like your design choices are by third person by third person, right? Especially when it comes to horror games. Yeah. You know, so I feel like if they're really gonna go one way, they just have to stick with it. But I'd love to yeah. be wrong. I would love to be wrong in that sense. No. No, 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 yeah, and if it's a remaster, then there's no debating around it that it makes sense. Sure, if it, I assume it'd be a whole trilogy remaster. Um, I wasn't when they first announced that they were reviving a series. I did not by any means like expect it to be Dead Space Four. That's not gonna happen. Um, if anything, the the closest you'll get to Dead Space Four, it's not even about Dead Space. It's Callisto Protocol, uh, just because it is kind of in the same vein of you know, the philosophy and of its approach. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's a remake, honestly, if anything, I would love to see, like, next-gen, like, 60 FPS, just, uh, what's, what are they called? Necromorphs. That would be unsettling as hell. On this OLED TV, can you imagine looking at that <laughs> 60 FPS Necromorphs, that, it, it, the USS, or USG Ishimura, seeing that, oh my god, the, the amount... Of scarce and disgusting cool, creatures. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is more of just waiting to see what it's going to be. What is it, July 22nd, the EA Play thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, that's honestly the only thing I'm excited for when it comes to the <laughs> EA conference. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. what else are they going to do that? What, you're not excited to learn more about FIFA? Get that shit out of here. Yeah, Madden or, or like Peggle. any of those things, man. Peggle too, man. Oh, Peggle. Yeah, man. Come God. on, man. Don't disrespect the I'm goat. I'm so excited to learn about how much money I'm going to spend on Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, oh, love man. It. Those cards, man. Hell yeah. That RNG. That sick RNG. Hell yeah. Exactly. Come on, man. That's, that's where Listen, the real excitement lies. Not going to lie. Space. It's all about <laughs> I bet. No, yeah. That's space. Give me more FIFA. Give me FIFA. It's so immersive that you give me like a dual sense soccer ball or football ball and and I could just kick it around my room and play FIFA like the most immersed I've ever been. Oh man. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that's like that's like the goddamn skateboard that they gave you in Tony Hawk Ride. <laughs> that oh. was that was god awful <laughs> and you couldn't you oh, couldn't even kick flip on it. Or if you did try to kick flip on it it would break. <laughs> oh man. When you take risks, there are, there are certain risks you just they just don't make sense. I mean, I, I get it. If you, I honestly, if I if I had like enough resources to like make a crazy idea, I would probably do it. If it if it didn't make me lose a lot of money, <laughs> but it, now I'm imagining a dual sense ball, like a dual sense football ball, like that. That'd be stupid. <laughs> that'd be so dumb, <laughs> but so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, so, that's something in like a like a marketing advertisement where you're playing your controller and just he's throwing around towards the soccer ball and then play be in the game PlayStation be in the game. Five, FIFA <laughs> feel, feel feel like a FIFA player. Oh, <laughs> oh god, no, yeah, no. Um, yeah. so speaking of uh, horror games, man, we got um, we got uh, Konami, man. Are they, are they back in the game? The hell, the hell the hell is going on man this is this is like some weird like alternate dimension man 
I never once believed oh. I, in my lifetime, at least, that Konami would actually step away from, or not step away, but say like, you know what? We can do our pachinko machines. We can make games, and we can make even more money. I never imagined that they would come to this realization, man. Um, so they announced it was like 3 a.m. in the morning when they announced this, man. That um, they basically got into an agreement with Blooper Team to work on one of their IPs, and knowing Blooper's history, we can. There, there's only one assumption, right? There, obviously, Blooper's not going to be working on a Castlevania game, so uh you know the, exactly. the link the link is is oh you want bluebird to to be working on castlevania no the fact that it's not any, they're not doing anything with castlevania it's just making me sad i want to hold your breath man apparently hey, apparently that's hey, one man. of the, the Cast- ips they license too getting some heat lately with all the castlevania love i mean so blooper blooper in silent hill yep that's that's right man <laughs> and then they yeah man yeah <laughs> Yeah. What the hell was that, man? Someone was screaming. (laughs) That wasn't me. Listen, 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 listen. Oh, okay. I thought that was you, Macho. I was about to say. No. <laughs> but um, but I mean, yeah. That's I mean, to to be honest, that's accurate to to the you know people's emotions to this news. Uh, people were people hey, were screaming into oh, the void. Uh, macho, what's why? What, what, you don't want another Silent Hill? I you don't want. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I I'm <laughs> ambivalent to a Silent Hill. I just blooper. I don't know. Oh, man. okay, okay. Wait, okay, I played. So... I played. A, I played a little bit of the medium, and it was it was fine. But I never finished it because that PC port was just barely bad. Hey man, Jesus. it's coming to PlayStation. You, you can play it on your PlayStation Five when it comes out on PlayStation. <laughs> no, it's it's um. I, I like what I like what they're doing with the medium. I thought. But the thing about yeah. it is that I was like two to three hours into it, and then I, the PC port was just botched. So. The entire like concept of it was like it was like it was two three hours into it and I was a little bored. So even then I didn't really like have an incentive to keep playing. And then when I start running to the graphical hitches and really annoying bugs, I was just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. I I haven't played that game either. I have no intention on playing it. But um, I mean that. It's, is... Yeah, I, it's not it's not by any means you know, uh, god awful. It, 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 I do agree with Macho's points. My big thing with the game is the idea around it, the the premise. It, it's yeah. very, it's it, it's a very. It, I I think it would really work on on the PlayStation Five and its SSD and, and how how seamless it would feel, and probably I don't know I don't know when's the when's it coming out for PlayStation. No, I have no uh, idea. I could care less. Uh, but I mean, like, if it's if it's a full sixty or seventy, I'm I'm not touching it because I have it on Game Pass. Um, oh, oh, I forgot I have a Series S. I can play there. Never mind, Dale. Keep going. <laughs> um, uh, it, but yeah. it is what it is. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of jarring. Um, as far as like the double perspective, like it's cool, but at the same oh, time, Jesus, it's just like Jesus, Christ. Nemesis it, it, can come into this building. What the hell, man? Bro, that that man can <laughs> yeah, go anywhere. Man. What you mean? That's, what? that's exactly that's exa- that that that's the exact reason why I loved Resident Evil Three on PS One. 
Oh my it's, god! It's so the, good. The game is the game is stupid fun for that reason. Hey man, but it's also it, okay. Jay, remember when when I was I was shit talking the the whole Resident Evil Three? It is because of the price. We we all got it on good price, but it is the fact that it is the kind of game it is. I don't know if it should be a sixty dollar game, but who am I to judge the price? You know, I'm I'm, I'm a pleb. Uh, hey man, a lot of people have been I, judging the prices of a lot of things lately. But mm. the the game, I I love the game. I never played the original Resident Evil Three, so I this one this one's a treat for me. I really really enjoy. It. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, blooper, Please. blooper. Hey, they got the opportunity to to hopefully blow us away, man. So I I I'm I'm crossing my fingers for the best, man. But um, their their track record doesn't inspire a lot of. <laughs> A lot of hope for me, but um, I guess I guess we'll nope. see. It's 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 exactly like when Square Enix gave the Final Fantasy VII remake project to Cyber Connect, I think it was Cyber Connect Two. Yeah, which guys who did like the dot hack games, and I was just like, hmm, yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one, homie. Yeah, that was that was an interesting choice. Yeah. But dude, Silent Hill. Honestly, I'm I now I'm kind of worried. You know, I wasn't all excited, but now I you know. I don't know, man. Uh, golly, do whatever, man. It's Konami. They did survive. I can, I, I'm yeah, down for whatever. I can, I can care less about Silent Hill. To be honest, Resident Evil all the way. I never played Silent Hill ever. I've never played a Silent Hill, so I, I want to play a Silent Hill. What's the best way to play a Silent Hill? I don't know. Uh, so. People will tell you too, which I tried and I just got bored. Mm. Oh man, oh, they might they might come after you for that one. Yeah, it's Ooh. okay. <laughs> they, they, they came at me for for worst so. um but um yeah man i'm i'm gonna be keeping my eye my eye out on that one um apparently there's there might be another silent hill game coming as well uh this is by a prominent japanese developer so we will be keeping our eye on that one as well um but uh blooper it, it's funny because i made uh i when when this was announced i tweeted out i don't know if you guys saw the picture but i tweeted a picture of like spongebob like washing the dishes and like his he was like looking to the side with like this real like concerned face and i, I just i just captioned it like uh silent hill by blooper team like question marks and stuff like that and i got i got like a couple hundred <laughs> likes on it and that's like basically my like reaction to to all this man like like come on man blooper team for real um yeah that's that was a really odd choice it was a really yeah, odd choice i don't know why you're like hey you want to work on like one of the most um beloved franchises in gaming yeah. yeah but um hey man i'm hoping yeah, sure, i'm but, hoping for the best man hopefully Hopefully they got this. Yeah, seriously. Um, so let's move on to um, let's get let's get into the shits, man. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut. Um, this, yes, sir. Amen. This is amen. This is really weird, man. Um, so because initially, and I thought this would have worked out a lot better, is that we I felt like we were. Not led to believe, but like our the, the whole idea before this was announced was that okay, this is this is going to be something in the veins of like a, a standalone sort of release, like Miles Morales or The Lost Legacy, and like yeah, I was totally down for that, right? But like no, this is essentially a souped-up version of the PS4 game, 
adding in things that should have been in the original ps4 version and then on top of the expansion and then you're also getting new content for um legends mode as well which is all well and good but the sort of genesis of the whole sort of conversation and uh people's complaints with this um is the fact that like all right so so before we move it let's let's actually like run this down so uh the i i think i got this pretty much uh correct but you guys you guys correct me if i'm wrong so the director's cut ps4 version if you want to upgrade that to the ps5 that's going to cost you 20 dollars uh the director's cut no you're saying to upgrade ps4 to ps5 or or so uh ghost the ps4 uh ghost uh director's cut to getting the ps5 content is 30 dollars right so the the the, uh, here i'll i'll break it down because i I had to look at this a couple times too so the way it works is also in front of me yeah me too so is that you have well the thing is you have ghost of shima ps4 and you're able to upgrade to director's cut that's 20 dollars right then and there Mm -hmm. um right okay yeah that's that's what i meant yeah gotcha and then and then if you have it on ps5 and then if you have it like okay so if you just have the regular ps5 version and you want to upgrade to director's cut on ps5 that's 30 dollars on yeah on august 20th you're able to do that if you did not pre-order a director's cut if you did then you can upgrade to the ps5 version for ten dollars okay yeah if you have the ps4 version of the director's cut then you only pay ten dollars if you have the ps5 version of just ghost of tsushima it's thirty dollars for the all the enhancements and then ps4 price uh for you to ps4 price for people yeah you, you mentioned this one already uh, Jesus Christ, so many upgrades. And then uh, $60 if you're just paying for Ghost of Tsushima, obviously, and then 70 bucks for right. Ghost of Tsushima. And, and what's the full price for the director's cut? It's $70, right? Yeah, it's $70. Like just as a PS5? Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, okay. So, yeah, so the director's cut PS4 content upgrade to PS5 specifically is $10. Um yeah and then uh ghost on ps4 and if you want to upgrade that to the ghost director's cut on ps5 the content is 30 dollars um so yeah so i guess i guess um like i i guess specifically people like we like there's there's no issue with paying you know the the money for the expansion and um you know the, the, that that obviously warrants the cost of price. Like I don't think anyone is trying to say, or there there's definitely some people who is trying to get this for free. But like I don't think people. The main complaint isn't with you know the um, paying for the expansion or or whatever. I guess people's biggest uh, problem is things like the lips the lip syncing or whatever, or um, you know the dual sense features or the haptic feedback and the 3D audio. That being you know costing you know like you know uh ten dollars or whatever it is while other companies have been able to do that uh free of charge um and i think people are saying that like this this should have been like how uh seven remake handled their sort of upgrade path yeah we're essentially um i mean not if you got on ps plus but if you have right, right. Mommies and remake ps4 you got the enhancement of 60 fps resolution boost if you upgrade a ps5 and then the expansion 
which is the intermission DLC episode, was $20. Which makes sense because it's a, it's a DLC. But for the upgrade of the console that includes all of the you know fresh coat of painting that that should be that should be free i think right well yeah that, yeah for fun and remake that was free yeah okay okay but for this in this case you're paying in my i'm thinking about me so i got the ps4 version i'd be paying what 20 30 dollars for yeah so here I'll, I'll, I'll i'll break it i'll break it down a little bit so the way the, the it's working like this so let's say that this is what i did so let's say you want to get a director's cut right now pre-order right well you're going to be paying 20 dollars, and on august 20th when the when the thing is actually released you will have the option to upgrade a ps5 for ten dollars and that in that ten dollars you'll be getting dual sense features you'll be getting uh i think it's checkerboard 4k Frame rate targeting 60 frames per second, and I think in the dual sense feature. But I think I think that's really it as far as they didn't really go too much into detail about what else that included. Oh yeah, the Japanese lip sync too. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. So that's what you'll be which, getting with the PS5 fantastic. upgrade. Which yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, it's all stuff. these inclusions are, are, are it's a great it's 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 a great package of things. I get it that people are questioning, you know, that it's being priced, and not only priced, it's, for some, I guess, heavily priced. I don't know how big Ikishima is going to be in terms of an, of an expansion. I don't know how many hours. Did they say how many hours it's going to be of, of no, add-on? No, Okay. No. But yeah, but it, I think that's what, what Jay was saying before. No one's already arguing about the price of the expansion, which is Correct. essentially, it's essentially just, it's $20. Yeah, yeah, it was essentially $20. It's $10 for the... Yeah, for for like the enhancements when other companies are just not yeah. doing that. So so a lot of people have to ask is well, what is so warranted about this uh, about this update for PS5 features that warrants the ten dollars? Is it just more to justify that um, Sony is really uh, trying trying to justify their ten dollar price hike for their PS5 games? Um, that, that includes like all these different features. So like, like what really warrants is ten dollars for you to price it on people, or is it really just a greed thing? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's yeah. weird. It's weird because they've handled this correctly with their own PlayStation Studios games in the past. They've done the free of charge for Miles Morales going from PS4 to PS5, Sackboy going from PS4 to PS5. Like they've handled that, you know, like perfectly with just just free. Um, so like, I, I don't know how you kind of mess that up with, you know, with this, you know? Yeah, I've not, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little weird how they're, they're stepping in with this. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Japanese limp sync. I, like, I understand like the, like the hard work that like, gets put into these things. And right. I, I don't play want to downplay it by saying that that's not worth the money because yeah. at the end of the day, I don't really know how much work that goes into it. Yeah. But at the same time. When your competitors and everyone else is kind of like following that train, and you just want to deviate from that, yeah, which have, they have bad. done with like price hiking. The, yeah, they've done it with like you know increasing the price of their games, you know. So yeah. this just this just looks weird that they're yeah. charging for for dual sense features and higher stuff, especially when the PS4 version of the game that you could play on PS5 is 1080p 60. So does it really? Do you really need to upgrade a PS5 to get like, you know, a completely better experience? Yeah. Probably not, because even when I'm playing Spider-Man and I'm having like dual sense features into it, I'm not feeling any different than I'm playing on PS4. But if you told me that with Returnal and Ratchet, or even Control, 
Ultimate Edition, then yeah, the, that having DualSense absolutely makes the difference. It, it makes you more immersive into the game. But will it be the same Ghost of Shima? It's too early to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's it's it's. I don't know, man. Like Sony. I don't know. Sony. Sony's been a little weird, man. With with that specifically. Um, but um. I mean, it's all about again. Here we go back to it. Transparency. Just say why. Just say what warrants the pricing. Just just because that's obviously you look at yeah, like you look at the other games. What they're not. They're not charging for it. And if they give us justification and that's not enough, then hey, all you petitioners, take that same energy, put it there. Don't price it. Sign this petition. I don't know. Do that instead of being a dumbass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think a lot of people, what they should do is that I was, if you want to play the like, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut and the, the Iki expansion and all the other features are coming to it, like the, the Legends multiplayer modes are being added to. Um, all that stuff. If you know, if you want to play that, you you absolutely can. You just pay the twenty dollar um, expansion, which is what I'm doing. And then if you're hesitant on what the PS5 upgrades are going to bring, then just wait. You know, if you don't think it's worth ten dollars, then just and then don't pay it. That's okay. Yeah, you don't have to pay it. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of games. You don't have to buy them. Yeah, you're get you're getting yeah you're getting a really solid experience on PS5 with the PS4 yeah. version. So like yeah. to me like, is Japanese limp sync gonna really like enhance my experience of the game? Me personally, no. But yeah. other people might see that differently and you, might, uh, might make it worth it. Yeah, like it, it's a, it's a well, for me it's a slippery slope because like I um like I the I tried to do the Japanese and yeah the lip sync was just too distracting that I just went back to English so like yeah the the idea of doing a full Japanese playthrough does you know that does make uh, my idea of going back for a second time that much more exciting but um yeah I don't know if it's that exciting you know to to fork over you know that money so yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah. I, I don't know so I, I think i think people should just be smart in how they do it and if they want to pay it then who might i tell you otherwise you know that's that's your money you do what you want to do with it just just know just know what comes with it if you're deciding to fork over the money Hashtag, always money. make an informed decision <laughs> exactly. is your money and you need it now no no is your money and you need it now um yeah yeah man so um yeah, and, and again, man, I felt like this would have been way better if this was, like, just a, a $40 standalone thing. And now, you know what? I, I thought we were off the hook with, with Last of Us Part Two when they got the 60 uh, FPS patch. Because the, the biggest fear with, with Last oh, no. of Us... Yeah, the biggest fear with Last of Us was the sort of, like, people thinking there was going to be an, an inevitable remaster, like, echoing what they did with... Um, you know part one right with the re the remaster in 2014 uh so people were really scared that like okay in a year later they're gonna uh put out a uh souped up version of part two uh for another 70 dollars right for full price um and then when the 60 fps patch came out i was like okay we're off the hook now uh we <laughs> like that we don't have to worry about that anymore because you know they essentially you know they gave us the the higher uh frame rate version um free of charge but now with with them doing a director's cut of tsushima 
I'm totally expecting one for for Last of Us as well. So, especially with factions, you know, on the way, like I'm I'm really nervous, man. Um, yeah, you're yeah. not licking your lips. I mean, for Last of Us, I'm always licking my lips. Let's be honest. Hey, that's what's but, up. But, that's, um, that's honestly that's honestly what I'm waiting for to to spend my free money on. So I'm like, I want to get Returno, but Last of Us Two, man. I really want to see what they do, man, because I want to play that game, too. Yeah. And if they have, like, a souped-up version of it down the line where it's, like, a Last of Us Part Two director's cut, and it's including, you know, like, an, uh, another part of Abby's quest or, or Ellie's or in excluding factions, too, then in $70, hell yeah, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, that's, that's the biggest question. If it... Yeah, if it's adding, you know, on top of factions and oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! I thought what? I, I shot the you know those little like generators that uh, produces electricity, and um, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought I thought it would shock Nemesis and it didn't, man. He just powered through it. <laughs> what the hell, man. Amen. Yeah, he's a beast. Alright, man. I guess yeah, I gotta sir. heal. I was trying. I was trying to do a run where I didn't have to heal, but <sighs> Nemesis, man. I'm gonna have to start all over after this. Um. Oh my God, dude, this guy. Um, what's up, my moon? Nice to see you in the chat, man. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm definitely nervous to see what they do with Last of Us. Um, but um, yeah, man. That's that's it for the uh, director's cut of of Tsushima, man. Um, I I yeah, guess we'll see. The the last uh, topic is um, and Machu, you might have to you might have to take it away on this because I'm I haven't really done my my research on this. I've just really heard this in in passing. But uh, this thing with uh, PlayStation and indie developers, what's what's going on with this? Yeah, I'm adding a feather to my cap on this one, Jay. I'm adding to a feather in my cap on this one oh, because man. we talked about this like what a couple months ago. Where, where I was saying that I was worried about PlayStation burning the bridges between its indie developers. And we're seeing them, yeah, we love indies, we have Kenna, we have all this stuff, we have Sifu. It's looking all fine and dandy, but turns out that is not the case um, with these indie developers. And, and, and the one thing that was being brought up from this indie developer, I'm going to see if I get his name real quick, uh, Ian Garner. Uh, I'm not sure what game he was developing, really. Um, he's the co-founder of, uh, I think, a studio or maybe the game. It, I think it's a game. Uh, maybe the studio. Neon Doctrine, basically. But that's what we're talking about. But the point is that he was making is like how the process for even um, trying to like bring attention to their indie games costs an arm and a leg. Where it takes like 25k just to appear on the front of your store, and that it's it's very scattered and it's not very helpful as far as trying just to bring the the console to the platform, and it's just a super frustrating experience. I'm very I'm I'm basically doing like a boiler boiler uh, paraphrasing here, but the the point of it it was that these indie developers are kind of voicing their opinion on working with PlayStation, and that it's not the best, and it's more or less just kind of. Uh, deviating them from even bringing their games to the platform or making games specific, specifically for the platform. And it's the same worry that I had a couple months ago where they decided to cut off the PlayStation Store for Vita, PS3, and PSP knowing that there are developers that are still making games on Vita 
and it's and without any kind of warning to them as well. Even selling them dev kits was just like in, incredibly like scummy. Um, they did reverse that decision after fan backlash, but regardless, it it's just still in the, in the in the back of my mind that the PlayStation is not doing well with their relationship on any developers and making them making it easy and and friendly and inviting for them to bring the the games to their platform, and that's going to drive people away. Right. If you hear about a company that you're you're applying to a job to and you hear they have super shitty ways of treating their employees, you're not gonna want to send an application to that company. That's that's the fact of that. So the fact that we're seeing this and that other um, indie devs are kind of voicing their same opinions about it seems that there's trouble in the waters. And according to Jason Schreier, which I'm going to actually um say his tweet here and uh give me one sec i'm gonna bring it up i actually retweeted it but he he, he brought another side to the story right because a lot of people are saying placing this placing that they need to do better and yes they do but there's another side to this story i think people should probably keep in mind and um it makes sense it makes absolute sense now so here it is so jason schreier said lots of talk and headlines about sony charging 25k for store placement but that's not what matters the real story, as I've heard both from indie devs and Sony folks, is that PlayStation's support team for indies is severely understaffed. Their priority is big blockbusters. So that's where the other side of the story comes in, where these indie developers are voicing concerns and they're saying the PlayStation is being very, very, very shitty on their communication with indie devs and people are getting fed up and they just don't want to deal with it anymore but the other side of that is that well they're severely understaffed so that's why there's this problem going on and it's a problem needs to be fixed and alleviated but um it might be too late uh, and they just need to jump on the gun so yeah that's more or less the story around that so i like to, I'm, I'm i'm an aching to hear your guys thoughts on this i guess i guess my biggest thing is that it's it's a problem where because i i've i've seen some things here and there but i guess for me the biggest problem is that like if this has gotten to a point where indie devs because there there's this whole kind of talk about that these indie devs are they, they aren't getting any traction on the playstation platform right that they are they are selling so so much fewer uh copies in comparison to every other platform that it's gotten to a point that they're kind of like why why even put our games on playstation and uh, and that's my, the other part of it too yeah. my yeah my thing is that like if it has gotten to that point you need to fix if, if if yeah if it's gotten to that point where developers are questioning why we should even put our games on the platform that's a problem like that yep. that's yeah yep. that's that's kind of where i take um umbrage and then there's a, there's another thing too that that i i did uh read about was that um this whole thing about that first of all in terms of the whole 25k thing like i i don't really see too much of an issue with that like if if i want to like if i want my book to be in barnes and noble like obviously i need to pay money for that advertisement i feel like that's sort of like a natural thing that's that's just kind of like a part of the beast you know um whether it's no i agree no yeah. i agree yeah that's that, that was the one thing people were trying to take away from it but like that's not the issue that right. it's 25k the, the issue is is the the communication and that's that's the real problem marketing is going to be dumb expensive and you just have to suck it up because that's the way it is yeah um 
and I guess um, my other my other point was that um, just the fact that PlayStation apparently controls when your games go on sale that is really shitty, man. And I I went I went to I went to the PS Store to kind of like because I, I, I wanted to see it, man. And it's like, yeah, like PlayStation does, you know, their PlayStation Indies sort of things. And they do like their flash sales and days of play and, and, and whatnot. But like a game like The Pathless, for instance, that came out in November on the launch of the console, it's still full price right now. And I'm like, and I'm, surely those devs would have wanted that game to be on sale, you know, five months after the release the release of their game right so yeah i guess my that's to me that's really shitty right like the devs should absolutely have full autonomy in terms of like deciding when their games get to go on sale um am, am i am i out of like is that too too much to ask for or is is that what you're kind of thinking as well macho yeah no i i'm in i'm in agreement with you yeah, I feel like it's it's like very like stranglehold, you know. As um, but at the same time, I think what they're trying to do is um, quality control, which makes sense considering there's stuff like you know I think it was what Black Tiger that was released on there. Sure. Yeah. Right. And then Cyberpunk, which was like released to like a horrible state. So I think the entire point of that was for quality control. But even then, it's like yeah, it's it's. My thing is that it's like mu- it's is, too much. Is that like apparently they've been doing this forever, right? That they've been this sort of like archaic, very stubborn sort of like in 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 how they've handled you know their indies for for years, right? Like this this hasn't just been happening you know this year, right? Apparently this has been they've always sort of been like this. Um, so yeah, they just have archaic methods and processes of like how to do this and yeah. And again, a couple of indies are indie developers are saying this, and I think it's a point where um, I, I really hope they take it to heart and yeah. take all the criticism because Shuhei, my man, <laughs> Shuhei, Yoshida, bro, that's uh, come on, let's fix it up. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it, it it's so weird because like I I I follow a couple of those guys on on the indie team, and it's just like these guys are are doing this, man. Like it just it just doesn't even make sense. Um, it's so weird. But um, yeah. Yeah, Walt. What do you think about it, man? At, at first, I I only thought it was a matter of communication. But it's a ma- it, it goes deeper than that, you know. It they're not. This doesn't sound healthy. In 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 business, in a business sense, or in a more personal sense, where they can actually have people working with them. And feel like they have creative and business freedom. Though what's getting to me, like, is that whole sale thing, because it makes me think: what else do they have control over that is just they can't talk about, or something that is just beyond their reach, and they just have to suck it up if they want to work with PlayStation. Like what and what merits? Well, money. What merits them sucking it up and just? Uh, rolling with that's, the punches with that's, PlayStation. That's capitalism, baby. That's why. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, they're they're with. They just have to stick with it. They can't really do anything, and that sucks. That's. I feel like that's my biggest thing. Is the human human factor of it is that you have these employees that probably they're like, we can do better. 
we we can. I know we can do better, but we can't do anything. It's out of their hands. They really don't have a say in it, and and that's probably the the best they'll get in terms of a job currently, because right now it's it's hard as hell already, and 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 the industry to get like a, a job that you actually feel fulfilling from what I've seen on Twitter and people talking about when it comes to the games industry. So is this, is 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 PlayStation slash Sony like? Is this just flat on borderline abuse, or or like in, in, in a business sense, or, or like like are, are they abusing their power? Uh, I don't know. It, it makes me think of how, what other things will they resort to when it comes to just you know quality, quality games, uh, blockbuster. The, the point of the indies not getting much love because they're focusing more on on the hits, you know, top twenty, kids bop forty, kids bop forty one. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> that indie, nice, you know, Kings of Leon track you heard back in 2014. No, but specifically, it's all about that. but it's specifically the like, like it's not, it's not like indies, like in you know their totality aren't getting love, right? No, it's, of it's more, it's more, no, of it's more of um, if you're if you're one of those indies that isn't getting special treatment, right? If you're not the Pathless, if you're not Solar Ash, if you're not Kina Bridge of Spirits, if you're not Sifu, et cetera, et cetera, if you're not Chicory, um, then yeah, it is it is hard for you to to sort of get traction on on that platform, which is and yeah, and and I get it, but but and that and here's the thing, if you're not those people, it makes sense because they're standing out people are going they're loving what they see from these upcoming games you know what the pathless was what kina is looking to be and uh solar ash if you're not one of those yeah it's like you said capitalism if it if if it doesn't if it's not a hit if it doesn't make sense business-wise for them i guess you're just you're just not worth the extra effort i guess you know and that sucks for me it just sucks and how they the people have uh, must must feel, but at the end of it, you'll hear the same. It's business as usual, and that sucks. This is why, when I hear an indie doing their own thing, like literally their own thing, like like with with a Hollow Knight or just doing their own, th it's it's admirable because they're it's a passion project. But then when you're acquired into a much bigger family, which is why a lot of the people might be doubting the acquisitions that have happened. I'm not. I'm happy for them to, and here's the thing. Now I'm like back and forth because these are big studios are that have been acquired. Now I'm more worried about the the smaller ones, which should have the more love on them, which should be given more nurturing, but they're not. It, it's it's it feels it feels odd. It, I feel strange thinking about how these people might be feeling and how helpless they might be feeling if you're not, and how they 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 there is there is social comparisons. There there I bet you have people like. Feeling like they're not, they're not good enough because they're not this X or Y or Z um, company or game. That sucks. Yeah, that it's sucks. it's it's super weird too just to like see this come out because they legit just had like an indie sale where like over a thousand, I think it was like over a thousand indie games were on sale. Yeah. And they even ha they even have like their own tab and everything for like indie games if you want to go find them in the store. It's yeah. not exactly hard to find. Indies, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like there's again, there's there's always more sides to this story, but I think the takeaway from always. it is that 
there are select few of indie developers, probably just a handful of indie developers, are very frustrated with PlayStation and how like they how they do things, and it is probably really archaic. But at the same time, they're severely understaffed. Maybe they just don't have any initiatives to be planned, and then that's where you have to go to the top. And at this point, it's Shuhei Yoshida, isn't it? Isn't isn't he like the indie developer pioneer? Yeah. 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 So it's it's more or less you know what how their processes and how they want to do it and whether they have enough um, manpower, enough budget to even like go with like certain, uh, you know, certain upgrades, right? Cause they just have, they, we, we've been hearing all year how they've been focusing on big budget uh, initiatives rather than just the smaller stuff. And you know, you know, all this kind of ties into each other. That makes sense. How do you, how do you feel? Whether it's, it's right or not, but. How do you feel about um, the PlayStation store in general? Like, cause there, there was, I I always had like once this story broke I had I had this sort of like epiphany, I was going through the the uh, PlayStation Store the other day, and like, and like it it makes sense why they prioritize the games like FIFA, and Call of Duty, and Far Cry. Why right? those are the games that you see right there on the front page. But there's a part of me that wishes like man like these games don't need you know that advertisement or they don't need to be right front and center like everyone knows those games man like there's a part of me that and this will never happen just because you know there's obviously there's there's marketing deals right like call of duty and and uh red dead or whatever like they you know playstation and them go hand in hand so it's obviously obvious why they have to be on the front page but there's a part of me that is like okay why can't you know like chicory be right there on the front page the first thing that you see when you open up the store um you know or or um that game that uh disco elysium why can't that be on there right Mm -hmm. um i don't know there's a part of me that kind of noticed that just the other day and was kind of like saddened by that because that would definitely help out these these guys for sure i i think it's because when when you think of playstation you don't really think of those games yeah yeah it's yeah. it's not in it, at least not right now. Um, for casual people, it's not tied to the identity of PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and what you put on the front of your store, what you put on display, what you put for window shoppers is what you're you're speaking to your own identity. And I think, and of course, part of the identity is marketing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, so I think that that's just kind of like the big part of it. But yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it will benefit something like the pathless or um even chicory or you know whatever indie does indies are coming over or hades another one um to put on like on your front page and associate with like this is what we want to uh, people think of when they think of playstation like the same thing with bug snacks yeah yeah so um, um but yeah i think it's um it's a multi-layered problem and issue and any dev indie devs are always going to lean towards a console that's you know that's has the most engagement and um unfortunately for playstation they're the the console at least not the console but like the item that has the most engagement at this moment in terms of um uh in terms of like uh mind share and 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 what people are talking about is game pass yeah Game Pass is the, is the service where you have little to no barrier. You they people could just put it in, and you know you're throwing your game to the wolves because you're putting it with like all these other games. But at least you have a chance of getting seen, and getting noticed, and picking up steam. Um, where PlayStation is kind of like pick and choose. 
Yeah. One quick yeah. second, guys. Can you give me like two minutes? Two quick minutes. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, I think I get. I guess just the general consensus is that like we. We want to we want to see them do better and to to improve in this area, man. Uh, the communication needs to improve because like these are even though you know they aren't you know the big sellers and stuff like that. Like these guys can be sort of like the next you know big thing. They can be the next Rocket League or the next you know like No Man's Sky or the next you know et cetera et cetera. Right. Um, so like you, you got to do right by them, man. Um, simple as that. Exactly. Um, exactly. And then, and then, kind of the last thing I'll I'll say about this before uh, I guess we end the podcast is that like, you know, you know it's bad when like this 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 is what really got me was that like you know this situation is bad when the the developer who started this says that he it's gotten to a point where he doesn't care that he's burning bridges with Sony, right? Yep. That that to me was like when I read. I think that was like the the, the last sentence that like that that was how he ended the the first post in, in his thread. And once I read that, I was like, like good God, man, yeah. That, that for for it, it has to be bad if he doesn't even care about burning his his relationship with Sony. Um, that 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 speaks volumes. Yeah, I and and the right thing to do in this case. Would be not to cut that cut that developer off. It wouldn't be to blacklist them, right? Because publishers have a knack of doing that for people that kind of speak out against their policies. Yeah. It it would be to open that communication. Do you think? Send them that send them that DM. Do you think Sony will will uh, kind of torch that bridge? Because we know we know how Sony is. They they kind of, they kind of ruthless. Yeah, that they are. Um, but the thing is, it's I I think it's really how Shu feels, man. He needs to open up that communication. He needs to take all his stuff with a to heart and care, you know. Because at this point, it looks it, and we've been having inklings of this throughout the entire year. They just seem like they didn't care. Yeah. So this is more or less confirmation. Of that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, Shu cares, man. But like. Oh yeah, I have no doubt that he does. But like. You you have to do better. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's not even like an argument, you know. So I really sincerely hope that they actually open the communication with Ian Garner, I believe his name is, that voice is concerned, and um, really, you know, move forward from here. Because in order to go up, you you have to you have to move forward. And right now, it's not looking like they're doing that. Yeah, and then to to the to the Sony fans who were sort of like saying like. Oh well, maybe you should make a, a better game, and then it'll it'll sell better on PlayStation, or or you know all all these defense tactics you know that they bring they bring up whenever Sony gets criticized. I'm like, what a shitty thing to say. I'm like, y'all are fucked in the head, man. <laughs> like, y'all make the game. <laughs> like, y'all, like, y'all make the game then. Like, and, and I saw I saw the dude. He commented. <laughs> he was like, "How's that? How's that Sony boot uh, or Sony boot taste?" Like, <laughs> like seriously. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah, can you can you imagine if you're trying to sell your book to a publisher and then some random asshole readers like make a better book if you can't find a publisher? Yeah, I, and I would be. I, I mean, I guess there's a part of me that would understand, but like, I would be pissed if my my book was put in like, I don't know, all the way in in the far corner on the bottom shelf, or or even behind, you know, like a like a, a row of books, right? 
uh so no one can see and i guess that's pretty much how this guy feels so like yeah i, I could i i can Dude, i sympathize with that for sure it, it's moments like these that the saying of critics are just failed artists that rings so true because these people they just yo if y'all got nothing good going for you why the hell are you talking shit i kind of like, love that don't don't crap on someone else's fucking soup like jesus christ what is this like honestly like put in the work put in the work and then you can talk shit and even then be humble because people that put in the work they stay humble because they know the grind clown you're fucking clown yeah jay, jay jay can tell you firsthand of how uh ex not excruciating but like how stressful it is to even write a narrative yeah, i mean oh, it dude. is it is a i've seen writing. the whole process <laughs> it is I, I've been, I, <laughs> dude I've, I've been there since the stories were like all right i got my layout already and he had all these blocks and it was like just him putting the points and, and that was like a year or two ago and then like he kept updating like the the, the process the grind is real like yeah. it, it takes it a while and then you get those blocks, those writer's blocks, and then you're like frustrated, and then you get back into it. You can't stop because you, you you have that that motivation, that inspiration for a moment. Like it, try writing a book. Try it, yeah, try it. You who was it? <laughs> Tell me your name. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I have like you? two journals filled out of just like a whole lit story layout, and I just haven't got it because it's like it's so tough just sitting down. It is. It is like I've I've. Like, I've met, like, the writers I know, like, including Jay, like, the, the, it was, it's, but when you have this much passion, it's hard, but you, en you enjoy the process, you enjoy, like, going through that, because the end result is that much more fulfilling. Like, hey, like, props to these people, even if by some people's standards, they don't make a quote-unquote good game, they're putting in the work, they're passionate, they're putting it out there, they're trying, like props just for trying like golly yeah, is it good yeah. is it bad who are you to deem that god did you pay the money i don't care you still don't get to talk shit to people be a human being yeah but jay i swear to god man if your protagonist is named feral and he's part of the ditcher clan and Jesus he's a Christ. monster hunter i'm gonna be on your ass all right oh, i'm gonna be man. on your ass <laughs> oh uh, I got. I got to change. I got to change some things around, man. Uh, gotta, <laughs> you, man. You, you if he has an adopted daughter named Fury or something, I'm behind your ass, right? Oh, Fury. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Fury with a Z, but oh, with a Z, man. just a Z. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board real quick, man. Oh man. Oh no. Oh. Um, I guess yeah. I guess that, that pretty much wraps up the the podcast, man. Is there is there anything we missed in terms of topics? I think I think we covered it all, right? Yeah, oh, no, wait, wait, that's, wait. that's that's all I, I want to talk about. I, I got I got something else for for all them all them critics. Damn, that shit is a, oh, a two pack of ass. Jesus, <laughs> your opinions. That's what y'all opinions are. God. <laughs> Thank you. Way to drive it home. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we can we can bust that out at least once every podcast. We need we need we need to do that at least oh, once. Yeah. So so. I'm glad. <laughs> and the part I'm and the glad. part that'll always be a thing, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna get started with these outros, man. Um, also, man, it took it took me I, I, like this nemesis fight right here, man. Took me so much longer my first playthrough because I was an idiot, man. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but this one took me like five minutes, man. 
That's I guess that's Damn. that's the beauty, man. That's the beauty of Resident Evil. Um, I'm so happy yeah. to see you actually enjoying that, man. Yeah, man. Resident it's... Evil Three is a good game. People like to throw that in the it's trash, but why? Why? Why do people slander RE Three? Because of because of the length. I hear the length argument so much of how it's a short game and it's not. Listen, man. Yeah, gen 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 generally Resident Evil Three is a shorter game, and in the remake yeah. they actually took out a whole level. But is it yeah. is it like every like uh, I mean, with the exception of four, because I remember four being pretty long and five as and well two but... remake is, is also is, is somewhat long a little bit oh that, i mean if that's... you do both playthroughs because oh, okay. there's two playthroughs okay because that's what i was um, going to ask is that aren't these games generally like pretty short yeah yeah usually usually they are usually resident evil is big on replayability because there's you, you actually get more of the game than the second playthrough or the third playthrough, and you keep getting all these add-ons, and if you beat the game only taking so many steps, you get the RPG with infinite ammo and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's man. the fun uh, fun of Resident Evil. Uh, but in R yeah, in know, RE3, I... too, is a lot more action-focused, too. Which, RE2? Like, turns off oh, a lot yeah. of people. Or, or three, no, yeah. RE3. Oh, three. okay, gotcha. Yeah, RE3 does, yeah. The, the, the theme is very different from 2 Remake to 3. My big thing has always been the... The, the way that, that it that was handled in the beginning, because I always hear that originally, it was more of a 2.5 than a 3. I never played 3, though. But the kind of game it is, honestly, as much... Listen, guys, I'm, 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 sometimes I act like Twitter. Sometimes I overreact. The game, I would have played... I, I was going to buy it eventually, no matter the price. It just so happens that it's always on sale. So, hey, who am I to, who am I to complain? The game, fantastic. Now, <laughs> don't play 6. 6, play 6... If you no, love Michael, if, if you love Michael Bay, play six. That's it. That's the only reason you'll play six. The rest you can play. Does um does Joe return in the in the franchise? Does she ever come back? In five, just in five. Oh, she's in five. Uh, no, can... she she, re she returns in five and then Revelations. That's... Yeah, Revelations you play as her, but in in five she's just a, a character that show that is part of the story. Weird. I don't actually. I mean, then again, I haven't played that game since like 2009. But that's weird. I actually yeah, don't remember it's, her. It's not. It's not the Joe you remember. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess, for people that haven't played five. But um, uh, she was controlled by something that they put on her chest. Uh, I was like a spider kind of thing. Like it. it uh, I think it was Wesker. She was blonde back then because she, she like mutated and she gained these extra abilities. Because I think Revelations is where she disappears, quote unquote. And then turns bad, and revelations you fight her, and have to snap her out of it. And right after that is when you fight uh, Wesker, uh, like a few missions later, which, which is pretty badass, you know. Yeah, because I was I was asking, man, because hey, man, chill, chill, chill. Hey. She she hey, she hey. might she might be a big reason why I like this game, man. I let me let me. I'm hey, just saying, hey. I'm just saying, I'm not gonna hold you. Then you'll but. love remake. You'll love remake because Claire. I don't know, man. Claire is. Jill's the Claire's girl, also. Man. Claire's, Claire's, also Claire's goat, awesome, but Jill, Jill's the goat, man. That's what I'm nah, saying. Jill. That you, I think you'll like Resident Evil Remake, that's on PS4. It's like the, of the classic game. Yeah. You play as Chris and Jill, and Jill, it's like her her playthrough or her like care, care campaign was my favorite. Rubbing my hands over here. Gotcha, and gotcha. also, the the Jill campaign, I think it's easier mode because you have more inventory space or something like that. I think so. I don't. I have to replay um, it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Cool um but yeah man that's gonna do it for the podcast um i want to remind you guys to like and subscribe to the channel man we would greatly appreciate that it helps us out a ton um 
Well, you got anything going on this week? Well, man, I got my, I got two quizzes and a paper already due uh, next week, and more reading and reading, and you know, it's all about that college life. Gonna start this. This is my my senior year of college for my undergrad, and gonna try to start it strong. Um, yeah, man. Uh, in the video game world, uh, I've been really off of Twitter. I haven't really a lot of the information today was new. I found out during the podcast. I'm not gonna reveal which information. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what do I have planned? I, I not even I know. <laughs> I don't even know this time around. Oh my gosh, Walls! <laughs> <laughs> the future is uncertain because. This this week actually fucked up my schedule. I I was like, oh, it's two classes. Oh wait, it's one month long. Oh, they're overtime classes. It's like a lot. Okay, well, I'm in this hell right now. But yeah, uh, I'm in this hell. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll probably just be playing more Returnal, more Demon Souls. Uh, try to finish Ratchet and Clank because I haven't finished it. I'm almost near the end, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll keep dying uh, in Returnal. Because I've been playing it uh, during the podcast, and man, this this is a good time killer. This this I feel like this game will will, will turn into comfort food game where oh, yeah. I'll get so good at it that I'll just it'll be on the on the background while I listen to a podcast or whatever. I mean, yeah, but like yeah. I, I was I was um, I forget which biome it was specifically, but I remember like because my my workstation is like right next to my TV, and I was like during my shift, I was just like I put the volume all the way down on Returnal, and just like while I was working, just like you know, just trying to to yes, sir. um, you know, um, kind of chisel my way through that game or chip my way through. Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was oh, yeah. it was it was a great um, experience. Um, yeah, but I'll, I'll, although you know, I'll 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 take this chance to. To give him some love, although I haven't been as active as I would have liked on level one, y'all go check it out. They were pumping them articles for the last few weeks pretty, pretty tightly. They're they're killing it. The grind is real. Go check it out. Uh, they got they did an interview a couple weeks ago with uh, the lead, um, lead voice actress or lead performer in Redfall, the upcoming Xbox exclusive. Uh, go check that out. But yeah. Uh, uh, Twitter handle down in the description below, and like and like and subscribe and turn that notification <laughs> on. Macho, what about you, man? Um, I, I'm just gonna try and see if I get through, uh, not get through, but just play through Five Twenty Seven Remake. I'm playing that on PS Five, and I'm just, I'm in love with this game, man. This <laughs> is it's absolutely like one of my favorite games of all time. Just absolutely, uh, just the experience itself, and just kind of just seeing every everything in its full glory on 60 frames per second and on PS5. It's man, preaching a good word for some remake, man. You guys gotta play that game if you haven't yet. Definitely go check that out. Uh, also, big, 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 big congratulations to CEO of LordsGaming.net and I Learned Podcast, Lord Cognito. Yeah. Um, mentor yeah. and uh mentor teacher great friend he has joined the the cast of the defining duke podcast with mr maddie plays which um all that's under the last stand media which is run by Kyle Moriarty. and uh man big congratulations that's a huge step so i just wanted to say that to him definitely definitely yes, sir and um and yeah then, uh, we got we gotta move on before anything else happens um 
So um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> as 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 for me, as for me, man. Um, yeah. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably going to get into resident evil 2 uh remake um i might even try to like dedicate myself because there, there's like a couple things i want to do with re3 before i actually go back to two or go into two um uh man i was looking at some of those trophies i was like i don't want to do it do that inferno mode do that inferno mode man nah i don't know about that uh, um yeah. but um yeah definitely probably a lot of uh resident evil um yeah man i'm a, I'm a fan man uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time with it um but yeah that's gonna do it for us man um once again want to remind you guys like the podcast and subscribe and um if you guys don't do that um y'all losing your kneecaps we coming for those kneecaps man so Yes, sir. Simple as that. And your mom's a hell. And curb stomp you. <laughs> no, we, no, 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 not, not that, not that violent, man. Nah, we ain't doing uh, that. Oh, uh, this man went American X on X. Yeah, man. We, we, we sophisticated here, man. We, we, we okay. got, we got Just standards. The Just the kneecaps, man. Come that's on, it. That's man. it. That's Just it. The we, we Just put the in mom jokes and then the kneecaps. Yeah, so. we putting you, we putting you in a wheelchair and we make it for your mom, but that's it. That's a we 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 ain't, we ain't we ain't going we ain't going any there's no need to go further than that man come on what 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 are we savages come on man we we not we not like that what are we um but yeah man that's gonna do it for us we'll see you guys next week peace out.